we'll be chattering and nattering in the garden county shed. But if the decent match comes up, then we'll do that instead. Winners and Closure Bookmakers, your local independent bookmaker. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat and Instagram for all our daily specials and enhanced odds. Phone us on 1890 429863. Murphy's Liquidation Furniture and Garden County Sport. Hello and welcome to Garden County Sports weekend preview slash review. We are joined as always by Emmett O'Sullivan to discuss the weekend's hurling that just passed and also the upcoming fixtures for the weekend across the Senior, Intermediate and Junior A Football Championship. Before we get into that, we have a couple of uh, just other notices to, to get through but from last weekend. Our county under-16 Camogie team defeated Cavan 6-11 to 5-12 and our All-Ireland Ladies footballers they were defeat, the Wicklow footballers were defeated by Tipperary 4-17 to 3-12 in the All-Ireland Series and they now have a uh, tough game coming up against Leitrim on the 11th of August in a relegation battle to to keep their status for next year. The Camogie were defeated by Limerick. Um, they're going through a little bit of a bad spell at the moment. And Bray Wanderers were 3-0 winners over at Lone in the Artricity League. Dean Williams with a second-half hat-trick there for the, for the Seagulls. They were up to fifth place, but they're five points off the top four with the top second, third and fourth going to a playoff. And another good news, Joseph Byrne from Baltimore's Golf Club made the home boys international team. They're going to Ashburnham in Wales on the 6th, and 8th of, 6th to the 8th of August. So we wish him all the best with that. So we'll kick off. Um, last night there was a county board meeting, um, Alan. There was draws made and the committees appointed. Yep, there was draws made for the Junior Hurling Championship and the Junior C Football Championship. Um, some people were wondering why the Junior C Hurling Championship or Junior C Football Championship took so long to be done. And that's all right, people wanted to plan holidays and things like that. But you can only do a championship draw once in the year. And the way we were bringing out four, four pools of three clubs or three teams in each pot. If you went in affiliated teams earlier in the year and we'd done the draw and two teams out of group one, let's say, pulled out one team left in it with no football straight into a, into a quarterfinal like and so that's that was the reason for it just to, to let some people know but the draws went ahead anyway and um in the junior hurling championship in group one is Ockram, bray emmett and glen ely and in group two is aero kiltegan and rocks um and they play off and into hurling in its first place goes to a junior fi- a final second and third in each group crisscross to play in the junior b semi-final and then the final so it's looking like everyone kind of might get, get a medal at the end of the day. But look, at it's it's still, it's hurling, it, it's keeping the, the grades going, things like that. Um, and anything you want to say on that there, Emmett? No, no, just look, as, as I said, the junior the junior hurling <coughs> seems to have thinned out a bit from recent years. It's I suppose it's down to numbers in all clubs, as, we, as we've stated before. But look, the six teams in it will love to get stuck into that now and, and look forward to... Having a run off, it'll probably be run off fairly quick now over the course of August. I will, it will, yeah, it'll be run off there um, fairly quick. And the, 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 the dates now went out there today. Um, good to see Ockram back hurling. Yeah, good to see them with a team, all right. Um, I know there's a couple of teams around that have lost lads that have gone back home that probably won't think so. But look, th- there was always a good team in Ockram, it's not that long ago. They were on the verge of senior there yeah. at one stage as well. So, well, it is, it's good, good to see them back because they, they have a few, they're at the working hard with their juveniles. 
and they're, they're some of the juveniles starting to come to, to that grade now so they have to have some class to hurl and set up at some grade to keep the well, you to, can't for them keep, to fall into you can't keep doing that amount of work and letting them go playing everywhere yeah. else either like so like yeah. you, you have to have a vision and that and you have to look forward so you know it mightn't be that easy for the first year or two to get things going but i'm sure with the numbers they have coming through and it's about getting the, them out. the success they've had that it shouldn't be long until they they'll be bang there yeah and then we go on to the Junior C football. Uh, group 1 is Pats, Blessington and Donard. Group 2 is Kenno, Kilmacanog and Tinehealy. Group 3 is Barndarig, Valleymount and Hollywood. Group 4 is Kilcool, Strafford, Grange Con and Airog. A few few good matches in that now. Um, our own club and the current didn't, didn't affiliate team and we just don't have the numbers. And it, it's unfortunate. It's the first year now in a long, long time. But we just lost, I think we lost four or five onto the intermediates already. And it's just... It just wouldn't have worked. And there's lots of other clubs in the same in the same boat. And hopefully maybe next year going through we might be able to do something else um, on the CCC to try to get uh, other teams back out. But there's a few um group four for me, I think that's that's gonna be the ding dong. Every every club has a home home match and an away match. And Kilcool are strong outfits, so Airog are very strong. They went through the the junior seed, they won the junior seed, they're gone they won, they won the, the league, they won yeah. the league, the division five, they bet um they bet Hollywood in it. But um, Hollywood like had... Kilcool have lost the last two finals, I think. So, like, yeah, there's so a that, very strong that, group. That is a strong group there. Um, well, it doesn't look to be any easy group just going on on, on the names that are in the groups. Yeah. You know, I know you don't know what some of the teams might have. You know, yeah. they may have lost some, but like, you know, Pats, Blessington, Donard, you know, like, you know, Cool, Cool Kenna, Kilmac, Tinnehealy, Barndarig, Valley, Mount Hollywood. It doesn't look to be anything well, easy in any of those groups well, now. Some, some of the games are quite, they're, they're good and entertaining to go at because you have a few young lads coming through and then you have other few lads held together there with DP and, <laughs> yeah. and Bale and Hine and Yorks, you know. <laughs> Just about hanging yeah, on. Yeah, hanging on. Like, so, so you, have, you have a good crop of uh, spread out all over the place. Well, it's good, to see, it's good to see 12 teams involved in it as well. So, <laughs> it is, you know, it is. To, and... So that, them, them fixtures are out today as well there. They're also they're up on our Facebook page there and Twitter if anyone wants to check them out. I think just um, they start on the 8th of August. Yeah. yeah so. And they have, the reason is we have to, the Junior Bs have to play first, but there's only one team. It's Tinny Healy, the only one with a Junior B and a Junior C team. So the fixtures are a just so Tinny Healy, Junior Bs play first. So the way it works is the top two of each group qualify for the quarterfinal. Everyone's a home and away match. And the first place in each group seeded for a quarterfinal draw. That's that's the way it works. So that's the way they're going on that. But that's basically so we we've had most of that there now anyway. Yeah. Um, we'll the, the other news was last night. Then um, the, there was a committee appointed to source a new senior football manager for the county. Yeah. Um, Fintan Fannin is the chairperson of it. Um, and you've Jimmy Whittle, you've Con Murphy, you've Alan Smullen, um, you've Kieran Hyland, you've Darren Hayden, and you've Paddy Dalton. And they've to go away now and get. Uh, names or names have to be put forward to the board if they want it. Um, the committee are charged with the task of finding the next Wicklow manager um, are invited to send any interest to Alan Smullen, the treasurer of Wicklow JA, um, before 1pm on Friday the 9th of August. That's And that, that's going around social media there now as well. So, um, that's so, good, it's positive that there's going to be a quick... Yeah, sort but, of a, not well, you know, well, look, whoever gets the job and is coming in should really be in place for August, you know, for August, September to see the matches, to see the bulk of the players. Well, they were saying that they wanted to be for quarterfinals, like, I you know it's a bit of a push, but for the quarterfinals... Um, it brings its own problems with managers that are probably in place, the teams that they may be looking at as well, but well, look, well, yeah. you can't have your cake and eat it, I suppose. And that's no, but, um, so... Yeah, so it's been interesting a few weeks ahead. Anyway, obviously we've heard lots of yokes trundling around. We won't we won't delve into it too much tonight again. We've said all we had to say on it at the minute, and um, so we'll just we'll 
listen to the Chinese whispers there for the next few days, as the lad says, you know, and see what goes on and blows around in the wind. Yeah, so just before we move on to our weekend uh, review of the hurling, we just, again, we have the competition uh, kind of sponsored by Winners Enclosure. If you text your name to 087-193-4382, you could win a free 10 euro bet at 5-1 to one on Ballymanus to win to defeat Anakara, Kulkeno to defeat Lara, Pats to beat, who were Pats playing on Saturday, Alan? They're playing um, in, in the senior senior football. Pats and Ratnewer playing Tinahili. So, pa- yeah. so Pats to beat Avondale and Ratnewer to beat Tinahili, all to win at 5 to 1. So just text your name to 087 193 4382. So we'll move on. We had a weekend of fixtures in the senior and intermediate hurling championship last weekend. On Saturday was intermediate day. But we'll start with the senior. In the first game on Sunday morning, 11 o'clock, Carnew Emmett's 4.21 to Avondale, six points. A comfortable win there for Carnew and a, a boost to their scoring difference. Yeah, a big boost to the scoring difference, I suppose. Um, look, it's, it's kind of well documented at this stage, Avondale struggles with numbers and stuff, but um, after the week Carnew had before, I suppose, with a loss in both the hurling and football, it wasn't bad for them to get back on track. Um, I heard James Hickey shouting a number of times during the match, every point counts, so they're obviously watching score difference with a view to maybe beating Bray, and that, that had put them bang their score difference. If they beat Bray, score difference would come into it to, to go straight into the semi-final. So I think Karen, you are plus 42 there now at the minute, with Bray sitting on plus 50, and Glen Ely are plus 12 out of the top three, but they have to defeat, they would have to defeat Bray to... For that to kick in, so yeah, it'll be all eyes on the Bray match with Bray and Carnew then going forward for Avondale. Look, it's hard to take, but like you know, again, you you spend five or six minutes listing the names they haven't got sooner than the names they have there at the minute, and it's just after coming up, after going back to intermediate and coming up, it's just a bit soul destroying for the lads that are there at the minute. You know, it's, it's well, hard to keep missing, going. They were missing three or four key players there, and look, at, were they going to make that much of a difference? Maybe not, but they definitely would have made some. Well, yeah, difference. well, look at you can list off. You could list off five or six lads there that yeah. would be making a difference. Like you can't, you can't take that <coughs> step up and be missing that many lads. You know, and I know there was injuries and stuff, which can't be helped. Like it's going to happen to every team, but still, you'd just like to see that. You know, you think there be more numbers around. Like there was two teams there last year, and you think to be to be just pulling more numbers around. But look, it is what it is. As the lad says, they're not going well, and. You know, they'll have to get their act together now to try and get into a quarter final. It looks like themselves and Kiltegan is going to be the shoe out. Yep. You know, Kiltegan won't be easy beating. Kiltegan are putting up good performances without getting anything from them, to be fair. And we'll touch on that now in a minute again. But as I said, look, it's a boost for Carnew. It's a big boost to their score difference. Avondale are in a spot of bother and they'll just, I suppose, have to try and get to the field and sort well, it out. Kind of every week we come back here and it's like getting a, a box in the tee, as the lad says, because the Creeks, they've shown us up again. Anyway, we said Karen Yo needed a goal scoring threat and they got four goals from, from four different. Four yeah, different yeah, and there were four well worked goals, to be fair. Like, they probably had a bit more time on the ball than they have had in some of the matches. About the, the intensity and the tackling probably wasn't there against them, but they worked the goals well, you know, they, they, they were nice moves and they were well finished. and won't do lads any harm going forward to have the high in for a goal. No, you know, no. and, and Padre Dorn opened the scoring up there after two minutes for yeah. a goal, you know. Yeah. Um, then uh, John Dyle, John Dyle Jr. 
he got a great goal. Like, he yeah, got one, he he in the first good. half there. He got one three from play. Like, yeah, took he him was off very good. John half. was very good. You he know, is. and and I know that probably <clears> taking him off with a view to the football. He scored three points in the football the last night as well. They're probably trying to mind him a little bit as well. But you know, he's he's one really one for the future, and he's one we badly need, I suppose, with the way forwards are at the minute. Well, um, you you can see he is one for the future, and there's a lot there's a lot uh, expected of him and admired about him as well because. Every time he gets a score, you can hear the delight for him. You yeah, know? yeah, and that's, look, as look, you know, everyone kind of said, oh, sure, we'll have John next year. He was such a good minor, you know, but it doesn't, it doesn't work that quick. He's stepping in, he's stepping in against big physical fellas there, but oh, he yeah. has the hurling, he has the skill, he's a work in progress. And, you know, I just, you know, in a couple of years' time, I can't wait to see him in full flight, to be honest. So you're then one, like, you'd, you'd end up absolutely on song again, from dead balls, you know, he got he kept in one or two from play as well, but like he just he he is on farm. Yeah, look look, Karen, you you know, they they done what they should have done really. You know, you you wouldn't have been overly happy with with any less the the way Avondale turned up, I suppose. You can if you want to be harsh about it and like they needed to do that, that that's what they should be doing, they should be ruthless. Yeah. And going forward, look, it, it can only help them. As I said, it's it's no good to Avondale at the minute, but it's it's a marker laid down, I suppose. You know that there is maybe more of a threat there than we were saying as well. You yeah. know, so maybe it's it's and like I said, for me, one of the scores of the game was uh, Bob's long puck out down to down to Wayne Kinsley. He caught and put the back in the net. That was smashing goal. Like yeah. Wayne, big strong man. Yeah, and again, it's about winning primary possession. Like yeah. we hadn't been winning, we hadn't been getting great great value over our own puckouts in the matches previous to that. You know, and I think we won a bit more well again. Maybe the little bit of intensity wasn't there that you were facing the last day as well, or the day before. So look, that's all to be worked on. Yeah. I mean, as I said, you know, Avondale have to be viewing Kiltegan now as their get-out clause to stay in, a, in for a quarter-final. And can you are viewing Bray with a view to having to beat them to get straight to a semi-final. So or maybe, not, not saying nothing wrong here, but maybe Avondale would be happy enough if they did happen to just bow out and leave it as is and... Like the football's going well for them, you wouldn't know. Yeah, you don't look. You don't want to look at the negative no, things no, either. Like you don't. This, uh, I suppose that's up to whoever's in Avondale yeah. at the minute. You know, but like this thing of yo-yoing up and down is not going to do them any. But there's no one going down this year, yeah, as far so, as I know. There's, I think, so and like, the winner comes you, up. You know, they make it eight. I think. Well, if that's the case, they may grind it out because yeah. you know if they're not going to go back down, they'll have to grind it out because they're there for another year. And that's yeah. And it's just a pity, like you know, young Jack Manley, Ross Ward were there the other day. Good young hurlers. You know, and, and like they could do with a few more lads around, just giving them a bit of a dig out there as well. You know, so unfortunately they were coming up against a side that needed a, needed to post a good score, and they just and they did, they did it. You know, they were, they, they they were like, strong on the yeah. day as well. Like they went about their business and they yeah. done it. So, so the second game of the day, seeing uh, St Pat's two sixteen to one twelve winners over Airog. Airog put up a, a very strong first half performance and, and led well coming up to half time, but Pat's just turned it on in a in a flash, Emmett. I'd say just on the stroke of half time, I think time was nearly up and, and it looked like Airog were probably going to run out in the gate with this one. I think it was one eight to six points. And there was nowhere on the field that they weren't in the ascendancy at that stage. You know, they were playing very well. Their backs were real. Billy was holding Andy. Having said that, like, you know, they, they further out the field, they were doing great work in restricting the ball that was going in. You know, their centre back, the, that Walsh chap was very good. He was unbelievable in the first half. And just right on the stroke at half time, a high ball in and Andy ends up burying it in the back of the net. And all of a sudden, I think in the next eight, ten minutes, it ended up 2.13 to 1.8. Pats, everything they hit for the first 
eight or ten minutes of the second half just seemed to go over the bar. It was you know Jerry Connors moved to centre forward, which was a very good move by yeah. by the Pats line. He did he got two points early. He you know he started to break ball. He started to win ball in there. Young Christy Morehouse put over a couple of great scores, but as I said, everything the same to him. Andy drifted further out the field, and I think he rattled off two or three scores in a row as well. So, look, again, it's kind of you know what we had said: a team with Handy is capable of that ten minutes, and you know even though he probably didn't fully instigate, he got the first goal, and Jerry coming up made made a big difference. But you know, Pat's they're that, dangerous. That was, that was the move of the game. Like, you know, two seven Howard reply. I think it was in about eleven or twelve minutes if you count the last minute of the first half and the it was seven, before Arrow scored in the second half. It was seventeen and a half minutes. You know, and they they, they hit three wides up to that. Um, but like they started off so well, thirty seconds on the clock, their score. You know, they they, they went they went ahead like um, on twelve minute and they got the goal. Like and it, everything was going right for them. They were getting their blocks in. They weren't doing anything too too, too nice, but it was just right. The wing back there, I think Young Potts was a number five. He had an absolute excellent game in the first half. He batted everything down, got it up the field, got it away. Just done his job simple and right, you know. And things were working there. Say so the centre back there, he plucked balls. He was catching balls that weren't even coming down yet. And Andrew Walsh, yeah, uh, mother yeah, of he God, was very he good. Was, he was brilliant in the first half. Yeah. But Jerry had a bit of cuteness about him in the second half. He, he sat in deep on him. He stopped him. He stopped the catch. Yeah, you know, got the ball to the ground and worked it You know, he flicked over. I think himself and D flicked over two points each within a couple of minutes of one another. Christy Morehouse fired over, but like it was by no means a one man show either. I know we're lauding Andy again. Like he was, he got the two goals. You can't not, you can't not say it about the man. You know, but like there was a lot of good things around. There was a lot of good work done around. To be fair, and and we uh, throughout throughout the Pats team. Yeah, and like um. You know, they're going to be a danger. They hadn't been going that overly well there. You know, they were they were on the wrong end of a couple of results. Karen Yu down to 14 men, turned them over, a few little things like that. But, you know, no one will want to get Pats in a quarterfinal. Like, you know, they're, they're one of those teams that they're, they're very dangerous and they're going to be very dangerous going forward, you know. They are, but like, I know you don't want to keep hitting on Andy, but like, you, you kind of need to as well at times because like, he, he was, he, he won't say he was starved in the first half, but like, Billy done absolutely everything right on him and just, I won't say a mistake or a lapse. Of, well, they're all done everything right, to be did. fair. They, they, they set up very well, like, in, and Andrew Walsh dropped deep, sat in front of him. Yeah, they set up very well, but their work out the field, they just couldn't sustain the work. I think it was almost like watching, you know, Kilkenny on Saturday yeah. and you were saying, could they keep it up, which they could, which they did. But they all just, when they dropped off that level and, you know, Pats, like John Connors, the second half came into the game those long clearances, you know, I, I find it, I know teams are playing to a certain system and all, but I find it very strange that you'd leave, in the first half it was Jerry, and in the second half it was John, that you'd leave two lads with such a strike, yeah, free to take a puck out. I just don't understand teams, if you're doing your homework, that you have to push up on those lads. Like, you know, Jerry, Jerry can drive a ball 120 yards, like he's driving it straight down into Andy's hand, or, yeah. you know, he's putting it down, and it's a good ball, it's not just... A Hail Mary like and the same with John they're two very good hurlers very good strikers as well and I just thought it was strange that they kept being left on their own you know you have to push up on those lads you have to have your homework done and I just thought it hurted Herog in the second half that they, like you know to be fair to Herog the amount of ball that went down there something had to give at some stage yeah. you know and, and they just couldn't hold out so look again it's it's Herog 
They're over on two points there. They're minus 19. And I think Pats are plus 10. They have six points now. So... It's shaping up now. It's shaping up, you yeah. know. And, and, and again, if Aerog can get another bit of hurling into them, stay injury-free, don't pick up any more knocks, no one is going to want... Like, if they, if they can get a run there early in a, in a quarter-final, like, no one's going to want to play him. Well, they, they, well, they showed that they're the force to be reckoned with anyway. And, you know, like, the second half didn't go according to plan from, but in the first half, anyway, they stood up to the mark anyway. But that's about as much... By as the look at the table, it looks like the two of them are probably going to meet in a the quarter-final yeah. there. They're fourth and fifth. So it's probably looking like it's going to be Cairn or Glen Ely possibly in third playing Kiltegan or Avondale and then you, it looks like you've Ogan Pat's probably shaping up depending on results but as it stands now it's looking that way. So, <coughs> yeah, you know, okay. so the, they'll be very familiar before the years was out to two that, teams. That, that anyway. can surely come back to bias as well by yeah. saying that. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah well look at that's, look at, that's yeah. just the view on the, on the way it's looking at the <coughs> Yeah, so, but Pat's have, have one game left in, in the... Uh, in the group as well, so do Carnew. Carnew's course game is against Bray, the top of the table clash. But uh, just what we're discussing, I suppose, players playing well at the weekend. Of course, uh, Eamon Scallon last night was uh, ratified for a second year in term of the Wicklow Senior Hurling team. So maybe there's a couple of players maybe stepping up the plate there, they're, you know, putting their name forward in oh, the, yeah. his thought process. Yeah, of course. Like, And it was a good weekend on Hurling in fairness now. You know, there was, there was lots to look at. There was lots... You know, for the last couple of years, you kind of nearly know what's there. There, there didn't seem to be any, but you know, there's lots, there's lots of players coming through there. It's good, as I said, young Christy Morehouse for Pat's there was very good. You know, I thought he was very, he's a real stylish hurler. You know, and he's great work rate, he's great engine. You know, these lads and just you know Andrew Walsh, these just you know they need to be blooded in and given a chance. You know, and I'm sure Eamon has as a list. John Dyle Jr. John Dyle, you know, all these yeah. lads, like, but just, they just need to be. Yeah, I'll tell you, like, well, even, like, Wayne Kinsel there and Padre Dorn, they've definitely given something to look at, have you, you know, they have. Oh, they definitely have, <coughs> but, like, you know, they, they were asked this year, I think it didn't go for whatever reason, so, yeah. like, you know, but the hurling wouldn't do them lads any, any harm there for the winter either, like, no. it would no. be my feeling and it wouldn't be going to hurt them, but, look, look lads can't commit, can't commit, so. You know, yeah, yeah. we're going to the last game. Then. Yeah, the last game last night, Glenealy two fifteen to eleven points winners over Kiltegan. Uh, Glenealy sort of always in the ascendancy in this game. They pushed out, ended up winning by uh, ten points in the end after a, a late goal. I think it was Batchelor Trainer got the late goal. Well, a good, a good win for for Glenealy again. Yeah, look, Glenealy, you know, you're you're still kind of looking. They're they're still just sort of taking over in my book. You know, they're not, they haven't really pushed out that much. At the minute, they're, uh, the, you know, they have a few lads coming back. You've, you know, Warren is only back from injury there, you know, and Wayne O'Garman's still knocking around there, you know, they've, but the good young lads there, Gary Hughes, Jonathan O'Neill Jr., they're all putting in good shifts. Um, like you have Sam O'Dowd had to come in there now getting his first run. Yeah, and, and year, again, like, they seemed, you know, to be fair, last year, the county final, they did five new faces from the year before, I think, and they're blooding in lads <coughs> all the time, you know. They just have the numbers there at the minute of good young lads coming through. And as I said, I really think they're only starting to wind up in Glen Ely there now. I think Very up until now, I don't think there has there, there has been that much of a push. And I don't think they're, you know, it looks like possibly Bray being the farm team that Glen Ely will be straight into a, a semi-final going on the farm at the minute. But I don't think it overly worried Glen Ely to be in a quarter-final anyway. Because, no. you know, I don't, I don't think it... 
it would it would be a big worry to Gary Laffin that if he had to play a quarter final one where they are just because it's Harland to them and that's you know, I think with Carnew I know they have a lot of dual players as well. But like I think with Carnew they're probably trying to get into a semi final to, to ease the fixtures a little bit, but as far as I can see, Glen Ely, I think are just they're just starting to come. They'll be mm. the middle of August they'll be coming right and that's what to do and they're very good at it and that's why They'll That's why they've won the bulk of the championships over the last few years there as well. They will be hardly thrown again. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah. Look, as we said, Kiltegan, again, another good performance without anything to show for it as well. It's <laughs> hard on him. You know, they seem to be, they kind of seem to be shifting the chairs around a little bit sometimes that they're, you know, they're, there's the lads missing here and there. And it's just, it's, it's almost like Avondale, you know, if they could get their full team out. They're going to be a danger to anyone, but like if they, you know, they just need to get a little bit of consistency, I suppose, and try and get everyone out. Yeah, I would agree. Together like, a little bit more often, you know. Like young Ockham Burn has had to come in there now. There's a, there's a lot of weight had to be put on his shoulders coming in there. Again, it's like the John Dyle thing, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he's only coming out a minor, he's an exceptional player, and he, he's a great hurler, but like you can't expect him to go toe to toe with it. A season centre back either, you know what I mean, or a season full back. Yeah, it, it's a big ask on a young lad coming out of there, you know. And as even seeing with the county, one of his first games with the county was he was put centre forward against Down. Down or Donegal was it? Yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah. like that's a big ask on a young man coming out of under seventeen hurling, like you know. He is, and he's on dead balls there as well. And like, unfortunately, any every dead ball he's set, is taking is setting up to hit, they're behind. That's pressure. Yeah, yeah pressure there's pressure. There's pressure the score hits. they need all the yeah, time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't have the best of nights last night. Now, but like they, they switched over. I think uh, Podge Two took a couple of frees as well. But like he's he had a great day out the last day. Yeah, against Pats. I think. Ah, look, he's a real talent. He's one for the viewers, and that's why it's a pity that he hasn't a few more lads, you know, consistently around him there that they can build around and and work something a bit better because it, it's a pity. Like we even with the party party <coughs> tools and himself, like. Oh, Shawnee Germain. All yeah. good young hurlers, like, you know, and then you just need a little bit of consistency there, a little bit more, and just to drive them on a bit, because, look, Wicklow Hurling needs Kiltegan, and they need they Avondale, they need and they need them all going. They do, every one of them, And yeah. they need them all going well, and it, you know, people might be saying, oh, it's another team to be if you're from Glen Ely or Carney or Bray, but you shouldn't worry about that. You should want 10 teams in a senior hurling championship. You should want, yeah. you know, the stronger it is, the stronger it makes you. So and, and stronger it makes your county, and, and that's and, and that's and that's the way it should be. Like yeah, uh, and the leagues, and that means said, you wouldn't have to go to play in Wexford or Dublin, South Dublin yeah, leagues. and it's just yeah. a pity. Like, but look, as I said, they're they're doing their best to keep the thing going there as well. Like, and you have to admire that as well. Yeah, so that's the senior roundup at the at the current situation. Bray Emmets are on top on eight points. With Carnew also unable to play the game more. Danili are on six points uh, ahead of Pat's on score difference. With Arog on two. And Kiltegan and Avondale yet to score uh, a register points in that championship. We move on now to intermediate. There was two games on Saturday, both in Ockram. Barndarig one twelve, Carnew Emmets five ten. Uh, Carnew at one stage, I think Barndarig got a penalty, and Carnew just pulled away after after Barndarig took a point off it. Yeah, uh, look, Barndarig were bang in it just coming up to that penalty, and I think it was two two to six points. On the 23rd minute, and yeah. the 23rd minute, it was nip and tuck up until that again. The all failing with Baron Darrigan, unfortunately, was leaking goals and they just couldn't stop it. And it just seemed that every time that, that uh, Andrew Cabinet was playing really well again and every time he seemed to get two points, they seemed to concede a goal. Like, it was just that they couldn't, they couldn't get to grips with it. But the penalty was put over the bar 
And from then on, Carnio really took control of the game and, you know, pulled away. Pulled away to be pretty convincing winners. I did it again to that man again. <laughs> TJ. Like, I tell you, Karen, you have set down a fair marker here now in the last two matches that they're going to be forced to reckon with in that intermediate championship. And if they can afford to hold on to TJ, which I don't know if they will or not, like, you know, it depends on how their, their seniors are doing. Um, if they can afford to hold him, I don't think, now, I'm going to, I said, I said to Cole, I think they're going to win the championship, but these boys are going to give him a quiet rattle. Yeah, look, TJ is a big player there to me. It's hard to see if he keeps that sort of farm up. It's hard to see him not being taken, to be honest, because Carnew need need a threat, need like he's a good ball winner, he's a good hand. I think he's a fella that could bring on maybe the John Diles and those lads around him in around the square there. You know, he, he is if he keeps playing the way he's playing now, I think with work and stuff he can be away for periods of time. He's corn two six there, like and he set up. The two goals he's two goals for John Kavanagh came off uh, came off of him. Yeah. You know, like so uh, Oh look he was very lucky he's TJ has been a senior hurler since he was came out minor, like Kemke you know what I mean. Really like and he like that he was on the last team that won a championship in Canyon. He came on that day. He's tough as old boats, like. yeah, you know. But he's a good hurler as well. Like he's a very good hand, a good head, and you know, it's it's the old thing about you know playing intermediate. You can come up again a lot like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's he's dangerous. He's good on freeze. He, he's kind of the whole package you want. But as I said, holding on to him is going to be the key for Canyon because if TJ goes. He's going to leave a massive hole in that forward line there at the minute, and you it know, is, and the way he's playing, it's going to be hard to hold him. Pro- possibly, look, lucky Karen, you were playing Avondale the day after. If it had been the Bray match this week, they could have been without him already. I'd yeah. say, depending on what happens in the next week or ten days, well, you know, you, it's going to be it's going to be hard to keep him in the farm he's in. But look, there's a big difference in playing. Playing there Saturday evening and going to play again Bray as well. That's another. That's oh, a, that's a, that's another yeah, yeah. mark step up as well. So it'll depend on how he's going in training. Really. Oh, look, but we can't just build the whole thing around TJ. Like there, there, yeah. say John, John the goal there pulled off a massive save. Um, like there was a goal disallowed just at the start of the second half. Three and a half minutes in was disallowed for for Barndary. So they missed missed the penalty. A phantom goal. It was a phantom goal. Yeah, like <laughs> there was a missed the penalty there on the twenty third minute, and then three three and a half minutes in the second half. They goal disallowed. So there, there's a big swing, like you know. Yeah, well, that look at if they, if that was the case, you could be up to three twelve there, which is yeah. a fair score again. You know. Yeah. Well, as I said, their problems are rooted at the back. They, they can't keep. They can't keep conceding, conceding yeah. goals the way they're conceding goals. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's a crazy amount of goals there at the minute of conceding. I think the most is eleven in four matches or something, three or four matches yeah. now. Yeah, yeah it was something. It's up. It's it's yeah. up there. Anyway, I think it was three against the Rocks, four against Lenny, yeah. and five there. So like, you just can't keep doing it. You can't fill a bucket with a hole in it. Like, no, you know, it just it just yeah. doesn't work that yeah. way. And you know, and again, look at they're not not working on it, and that's probably the killing part about it, but. They'll just have to sort it out if they're to go any further in that championship because they won't they won't keep leaking goals. Again, as you said, Carnew had good performers all, all throughout the field. You know, Jonathan Smith played very well as well. But they were they were up for it. They were, you know, Jonathan Smith he played well. It's good to see him back hurling there. He's a little bit ring rusty now. He missed a he had a screamer of a shot there from about four and a half yards out there. Now and the keeper managed to parry it away. <laughs> He'd probably kill me for saying that there, Jonathan. All right, but it is true. Like Dan Nolan, Ireland are playing very yeah, well. Yeah, big strong you know? player as well. Um, like, and you can see Dan is doing a lot. 
you know, he's he's playing very well with Shalala Cole boy in the football as well. You can see he's going like Justin House, another powerhouse there, but like Gorbs and Marin Eric's side there now they're they're no bad side either. Um the young lad there playing football as well, and I tell you he's he's definitely a lad to, to watch out for in time to come is Maliki O'Rourke. Malachi or Malik Malik Maliki Stone, sorry. And he is an absolute not Maliki O'Rourke. You're, you're yeah. think about the football I'm, manager. I'm <laughs> manager here. Yeah. Don't don't give that wings anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he's a he's a very good one there. And then the Another lad, I think you would hear on him a few times there, Kev. Kevin, uh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a fine, fine hurler. Oh, he's a great hurler. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, you know, he was, in fairness to him in that first half, everything was good, was going through him, to be fair. And, like, he scored points there from around midfield, two or three scores. But and dead Unfortunately, yeah. nearly every time I went past him in, in the middle of the field, it ended up in the back of the net. It was the killing <laughs> part about it. So. <laughs> but yeah, you, yeah. Said, yeah, you said that at the match there, he said every time they get a score, got a point or that, they look, look back down, it was in the back of the net. Yeah, you know? Know, and it's hard to take that too. But look, again, as I said, they're not now, I know for a fact, they're, they're getting lots of practice matches and they're working hard on it. You yeah. know, they're footballing one week and hurling the next there as well. But, you know, they'll, they'll work it out. Like there was a little bit of drama in that match there, just at the start of the second half. Uh, one of the official uh, umpires uh, left. left yeah, down tools. Down tools and left the building there. Um, <laughs> because the goal was disallowed. It was allowed and disallowed. And we had it on video. It definitely didn't cross the line. Now, we're not saying the man marking out the field has a... Uh, a well, one, a as one, good eye as you. A, a good eye as me or a wonky leg or anything like that. But um, it wasn't across the line anyway. And... So one umpire stuck into another umpire and one led down tools and said, if you're not going to do it right, I'm out through the gap. So, and away with him. But, uh, so... Yeah, sure, look, it's, I suppose it's good to stand by your principles ah, and did, that's, yeah. you know well, what I mean, if it wasn't over, if you felt it wasn't over, it wasn't over, but, yeah. you know, it's just, it's one of those things, I suppose, that, you know, yeah. hap- happens in Wicklow, yeah, I suppose sure, you can say. It sure happens <laughs> everywhere and that's it. You know, fair play told me why he was standing up for his principles and that was it. And like he came to me after the match and he said, was it across the line? I said, no. And he said, well, that's fair enough. He said, if I was wrong, I'd tell him. And if I was right, I'll also tell him. <laughs> so, well, well, anyway, so we'll go on to the other game now anyway. Yeah, um, the, the final uh, game in the intermediate this weekend. Kilkool, 22 points to Arthur Rocks, 3-11. A very high-scoring game here and Kilkool sort of pulled away a good bit through the second half and, and Rock sort of came back but was it but too little too late there Alan yeah it was they uh, it was the Keddy show really um, Ronan and Owen there they just they, they yeah. came to light and like we're just going to go back to the Karen Yu and Kilcole match we were saying that they were missing Ronan big time and Yu said that he's definitely worth four or five points on the day he proved he proved it last day. You know, he scored seven points there. Um, I think I said I tipped him to be man of the match and Big Ob assures there's a bill on the crow. Yeah. He got the man of the match. Now, I didn't give it to him myself. I think <laughs> one or the other part of the... Uh, well, if you keep tipping... If you keep tipping these lads, you get right eventually. <laughs> like, you know, but look at... As I said, like his serious inter-county hurler on and to be playing at intermediate level. Yeah, as you said, himself and on there accounted for 11 points out of 22, you know, from two players. And Luke Evans there with another seven or eight as well. Yeah. So, like, you know, they're a strong outfit. I said that the last day. I kind of thought the way they played again, Karen knew was in the first half was too bad to be true. And then, you know, the way they came strong in the second half is a sign of a team that were growing into the hurling. And we're rolling back there now. Like, 22 points is a good score. Like 3-11 is a good score for the Rocks. I think there was a late goal involved in that as well. And 32 and a half minutes they got it there. Um, yeah. from the man middle of the field there but uh, like 
Rocks, the hurdle will as well. Like I, I said at the start of the game, this is kind of a curtain raiser for the intermediate final. Maybe it is, but time will tell. Um, but they lost the man then in the second half. They're a vital man. They're like their, their line was depleted. You could see that they, they hadn't many to bring in. Um, even man, uh, Redmond was Jason Redmond. Is it? He was tugged out, but he didn't come on. But Rocher, is it? Kush. Kush. He had to go off hurt. Yeah. That I tell you one thing. That is a fine man with his stick. Yeah, he he's a, a tidy, big loss to him. Yeah, he's, he's a, a good tidy, hurler tidy as well, you know. And and a, and a lot of their game plans revolves around going through him as well. They do, like, and you know, he, he he went off and had to come back on because another yeah. got got absolutely yeah, pasted. So and look, I hope he's all right because he looked fairly shook coming out the field. Yeah, but it's probably not the worst thing for the Rocks either. The the crows through the game against Lenaley and and you know you don't want to be beaten, but it probably keeps your feet on the ground a little bit. We're going forward, and they were, and and they were missing TJ Bourne and Alaga sent off the last day. I think. Uh, can't remember. Hey, Summers, is it? I can't no, remember the name. Don't want, Melon, yeah. don't want to accuse anyone in the wrong. <laughs> no, well, yeah, but they yeah, were. They were missing. They were missing. One of their, they were missing they were one one of their so, like, yeah. you know, TJ, it have to be worth a few scores in there as well. So, look, as we sort of alluded to, these two are ding dong battling, really. You know, you've Karen, you in the mix there as well, as we said, if they can hold on to what they have. Like, the Rocks or Kilcoe are not going to lose anyone. We know that. You know, barring injury, which we don't wish on anyone. But, like, you know the the problem with Carnew is they could they could lose one if not two more maybe before the year is out depending on how things are going. And unfortunately, whoever they're going to lose is going to be one of their main centre falls of that team. Like oh yeah yeah you know? it's you know and it's and like you know I know they weren't playing there we haven't really mentioned Lenny or Lurkin there as well in in the background so yeah. you know you never know what could happen so yeah yeah. No, I think I think it was a Charlie Monaghan got a, a great goal for the Rocks as well. I think that's up he did, yeah, on our, our Facebook page as well. So, um, I think it was Tiernan Mellon that was suspended. I think. Well, yeah. there you're hanging someone else out to try. I'm not. Well, if you're looking, if I am, I'm wrong. And that's Any lads are you going to mention? Sure, just keep it going. Throw them on. Like just say, like tipping the lad. You'll eventually get it right somewhere. It's like the time. man the match. I don't remember him tipping. Yeah. But that's the intermediate hurling championship there. Karen, you're top of the table there with six points. You've killed Cole um, in, in second with six points. You've Arkle Rocks uh, with four points. Glen Ely with two. St. Patrick's are at the bottom. They've been they've pulled out and Baron Derrick. The way it works then is first, second and third are into a semi-final. Fourth and fifth play each other. And the top two are seeded then. And um, the three other play, teams go into the other two teams play into a half. So that's the way that one's going to work out. Um, so we'll be back to the hurling there now in another two weeks and we'll know better what's going on then okay so we're just going to take a quick break and we'll be back to you then with our, our weekend football preview we'll be chattering and nattering in the garden county shed but if the decent match comes up then we'll do that instead winners and closure bookmakers your local independent bookmaker follow us on facebook twitter snapchat and instagram for all our daily specials and enhanced odds, phone us on 1-890-429-863. Murphy's Liquidation Furniture and Garden County Sport. We'll be chattering and nattering in the Garden County Shed. But if a decent match comes up, then we'll do that instead. Winners and Closure Bookmakers, your local independent bookmaker. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat and Instagram for all our daily specials and enhanced odds. Phone us on 1-890-429-863. Murphy's Liquidation Furniture and Garden County Sport. Welcome back. So we're going to go through the... Um, Senior Football Championship. First, we have a, a selection of games in Group 1. 
There's a couple of mouth-watering ties coming up on Saturday at 5 o'clock in Group 1. Tinna Healy and Ratnew are playing in their third-round clash. And other also, in, we'll just go that through that group first. Also in that group on Sunday, Hollywood and Arclough Jers and Newtown and Kiltegan. But Tinna Healy and Ratnew, both teams undefeated so far. Tinna Healy on four points, Ratnew on three. It sort of sets it up for a good weekend. Yeah, look, it's it's a mouthwatering clash. This one, I think, we kind of alluded to last week. We were we spoke about Harkle Jarrah's going to play right new, and I, I think this is kind of a similar vein. I think I think Tina Healy are going to find out a lot about ourselves on Saturday evening and whereabouts they are. Right new, you know, uh, Leighton Glenn, Nicky Marner have been carrying injuries all spring. There really, they're only you know you only see them every now and again. It's not ideal for them. With James Stafford waiting on his appeal, I would have to presume he'll get back. I don't know for definite, but I would have to presume after a while. That, that's on, uh, as we're, we're waffling on here, I think he's down there pleading his case. Yeah, but so, like, depending on all those, but look, has Tinny Healy, you know, they're, they're sitting top of the group with two wins. Ratnew have dropped a point. They have to look and say, well, this is our test. We'll have to have a right go at this, you know. And I ju- it'll be interesting to see how Tina Healy set up in this one because, you know, as we alluded to after the last day, the Jers tried to hold them. You know, you don't hold a team like Ratnew. You don't, as I said, you don't look over your shoulder. You go and you try and beat them if you can. And I just think that's what Tina Healy have to do in this one. You know, the, the old guard Ratnew, we can talk about them all day, but, you know, they're freshening things up a bit. Sam O'Dowd came in. Uh, young Ellis chap came up from the intermediate there as well. They're freshening things. They're keeping things going. I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a really tight game, to be honest with you. Um, it's hard to go against Ratnew in a tight game. But as I said, if Tinny Healy are to, if Tinny Healy are to set down a marker, I think Saturday has to, have to try and do it Saturday. But it's all going to come down to weather as well. And that's not being funny. Yeah. Like The greasy day, the last day, perhaps did it... Suit the Jerlins? No. Did it suit Ratnew? I'd, I'd reckon so. You know? Um, will it suit Tinny Healy? Meh, mightn't bother him as much, but the man in the middle there, John O'Brien, like, this, ga- this game has all the, the, the standards now for a county final. You know? I know we're way off county final, like, standards yet, but... It's a big, it's a big, it's a big, big, game, big game for Tinny Healy and the fact that they still have to play the Jers as well. It is, but you know what I mean. They've the Jersey and Ratnew breeding down their neck at the top of the. They still have to play the two of them, so it's a massive game in in respect to going forward. You know to find out where they are. It is, but like they they, they got a little bit of a shaky start against Hollywood, and they they, they come over comfortable. And the same the last day. Oh, well, they've passed all tests. That's one thing. You know, yeah. I said Hollywood could be a tricky match for them as well. I and was it looking was, at, yeah. And it wasn't, but they've passed all tests. You know, Newtown. You know, put it up to them for a certain amount of time. Missed the penalty. Missed the, know, pen- yeah. missed the penalty at a crucial time. But they came back in the one, like, I think, one sixteen. The, yeah. They scored that. So, like, they've passed all their tests now. And that's what I'm just saying. If, if You know. They've ticked they've take two boxes now and a time for and, them to take the But this the is the one, one I think is to, you know, as I said with the jurors, find out where you are now. You know, have a go. Don't come home Saturday evening and say if, say, we did. Well, You know what I mean? And I think that's that's... How I'd be looking at it if I was there at the minute, you know. But then, that's easier said than done. You go out, Ratnew, as you said, if, if it was that wet evening or whatever, but Ratnew are able to play on a fine evening oh, too. Yeah, I to, you know, they're they're all good footballers. They're all good players. As I said, it's the injuries are probably catching them a little bit at the minute for a little bit of experience. You know, they're, they're two very good men. And 
Leighton and Nicky are two great leaders and they're two good on-field leaders, which is very hard to to get, you know, and it's and very it, hard to replace. And it, as we said, if Stafford doesn't get back, yeah, that's, that's yeah. Well, that's key. Well, it's key because to be fair, they have been strong in the middle of the field, Tina Healy as well. So, like with Stafford, with St- if Stafford doesn't get back, if James doesn't get back, you'd have to have a look and say, well, did, this would be a great chance. But again, we don't know. Yeah, Leighton and Nicky could be playing, and James Stafford could be playing, and it's a whole different ball game. But as I said, I just think Tina Healy should be looking at this with with a view to. To letting the hair down and letting yeah. and having a run at them. Of course, the last day Anthony Healy were missing, I suppose, missing Patrick O'Rourke. Um, Tony Darcy started instead, kicked four wonderful scores. He was four points from play, four, yeah. Four very very good scores. Oh, like, and Darcy was very good. Like they're very good. Really come on, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know they're very good. They're very good in the forward. Like they've good footballers. They've br- they're after bringing through a, a raft of good young fo- footballers there. More to come. It's, a, ve- sure, it's yeah. a very exciting yeah. time for but them. You say, if, if they can go, if they come out this with, with a victory. There, there's going to be a lot of critics because uh, you, you hear a lot of them going around. Ah, they're just not ready yet. Ah, they need another year or two. They're just, they're just that bit young. If they come out of this with a result, they have put down a queer claim now with three wins out of three. And uh, you know, well, In, I say if now, if, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's that's why it's a big, it's a big game we have you to going forward for them. And you know, look, right new or Wiley, they won't play into their hands. They won't, you know, they'll set up well. We all know, like, Theo will have another game under him, probably. He was only back from an injury there as well. Ratnew will set up well. They'll know all about him. Harry will leave no stone on turn. They'll know all about what they're facing. So it has, it's really going to be mouthwatering. and I think it's going to be the game of the weekend, possibly, and there's good games there this yeah. weekend. But I really think that one is set up for great fair now. It, it, you know, it's, it's yeah. a must-see. They did two crackers in the league this year as well. Yeah, there's a draw in, in Ratnew. I can't remember what the final result was in Danieli here, but I think it was only... Five or six points apiece was it in the early stages in, in and Rathy yeah. were two sent off and yeah. Tinny Healy still couldn't couldn't put them away. You know, Tinny yeah. Healy the lad sent off near the end of it as well, I think, if my memory served me right. But like they lost staff after eight, eight or nine or ten or eleven minutes, something like that, you know, another major loss. And they still like Tinny Healy couldn't turn them over. Now that's look what you're you're talking there in the league conditions there, Mark. Yeah, but look, was, like, you, you might say it doesn't matter, but it does matter because it's a result that you're looking to. It's, you know what I mean? It's what you're looking at going into this week to see can you pick holes in or where can you where can you change things around. So, as I said, two teams, you know, both like you know, if, if you, know, you can say if Retinue win this, they'll go top of the table, they'll they'll jump over Tina Healy, quite possibly, you know, depending on other results. You know, it puts Tinny Healy back under a little bit of pressure if they don't get a result with the Jerrys coming. So, like, it's all to play for. It's a big game, you know. This this group is not that straightforward now, especially after Hollywood's victory over Kiltegan. Like, you know, every, everyone will have to be on their toes going yeah, it's forward. A, it's yeah. a little bit more shakier than uh, the other group. Yeah, you know? it is. It is indeed. Like, you know, there there is there could be a head turn there still, you know. Mm. Like, like, even Kiltegan are... You know, they've, they've lost two games in that group, but they're still dangerous on any given day. Like, but they're still know. scoring well, like, yeah, you know. That's it, you know, like, and if they put, put, keep putting that score up, they're going to catch someone. Yeah. You know, regardless of who it is, you know, and yeah. that's... Which, like, we might as well go on to the, we go on to the Kiltegan match there and we come back to the Geraldine's Hollywood, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, work away, yeah. Like, like, we're on about Kiltegan, like, they, they were unlucky the first day, well, I won't say unlucky, they... they, they Clocked up good scores, you know, and because well, he actually the second top scores in this. Group. Yeah, so out they went the next day and they scored two twelve and and got bit by a point. by, by a, a goal, was it? Point. Point. Or a point, sorry, 
Yeah, yeah right, after that, our penalty yeah. last kick of the game, you know, and that's. And again, you've Newtown who have performed very well in two games as well. Unlucky you know as well, I mean? so. and they're very unlucky as well. Like, and you know, this one, this one, come down to tight margins. It's in Ockram. I, I did. You know, it's very hard to call who's going to win that. I mean, you've great forwards on both sides. You know, you've you've a solid outfit. You've good midfields. It's going to be a ding dong battle here with these two, and I just think. Again, we keep mentioning, probably throwing out the same names, which is not fair, but, you know, it's, it's going to come down with Ross Davis and Shawnee, who's who's on farm. Like, it's one of those games that's going to hinge on on whose couple of forwards can pick up the scores, you know, or, or maybe someone along with Shawnee or Ross that's going to kick two or three points. And it's going to come down to a, a fine margin like that. I mean, we, we spoke about Newtown, to play with a good system. To play, you know, they have to be a little bit disheartened, as have... Kiltegan yeah you know but again this is a match for the two of these to be looking at one of us has to do you know what I mean someone's well, all has to go is that what to say like well, you know what I mean and they just have to they just have to be looking at it to stay in with a chance here we have to win this and both sides have to be thinking the same well, loads are here's gone yeah, pretty. Even, yeah, even, you're though, three. even though the both of them have a massive mountain to climb, yeah, they yeah. need. They need to look at. They're looking for three wins out of their last three games. Yeah. Like, and is it doable? Everything is doable, of course, on yeah. on any given day. But they're, they're look at both of them are up again a massive hurdle here. Massive, yeah, massive yeah, hurdle. they are indeed. But like as we said, it, it's going to be another time on. I'm going to. I'm just going to give an to Kilhegan. I I'm, think. I think with that scoring power in those two games, I just. I know I said the last day if they could put up the same score and they did in the cup, and I'm just going to say I think three nine two twelve up around there. I just think they'll be they'll be valuable. Well, for I'm, a going, win. I'm going to go the same with you. Now yeah. I'm going to go with Kiltegan as well. I'm going to go with Tinnehill in the first one. I'm going to go with Kiltegan in the second one. I just think they they have a little bit more experience there now at the higher grade. Now I know Newtown have been around there for a long time, but Newtown are a young enough side at the minute as well. You know, like I say, you're on about Shawnee. Like who are they going to put on him? Like are they going to leave your man Callan back on him there? I don't think he'd be able to physically be able to deal with his aerial presence anyway with the ball coming into that you say that long diagonal ball coming into him. Do they drop Shane Money back onto him? One of the most influential players. Like if they drop him back in there, you're as good as taking him out of the game you're or trying to get forward. You're ta- yeah, you're taking him. You know, you see you're are you robbing Peter to pay that's ball, exa- but that's then, it, yeah. But then you're back to the story like you can't you can't keep conceding if you do. But look, that's that's for Newtown and, and Kildeegan to sort out, I suppose. Yeah. <coughs> It'll be good to see if Shawnee does get a few rattles at goal because I think uh, Turner's one of the best keepers in in the league. Like he, in soccer, he plays as well. Like I mean, he's he's a smashing yeah, keeper. Like yeah, yeah. So look, it's look, it's an intriguing battle as well. Yeah. I mean, as you said, it's all to play for. You know, the loser of this is in is in a spot of bother. As I said, they're looking. They're staring down the barrel of a relegation, really, the loser of this. Yeah, you're back and then to playing football now and the bow end in November somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, and like no one wants that. Like yeah. it's it's a long time to even think about that. Yeah. If, if you're staring ahead on the bank holiday weekend in August. It's disheartening. Yeah, it's disheartening yeah. and it's it's hard to keep things. So no one wants to be in that in that bottom two anyway come Sunday evening. So that's what they'll be looking for. So so we, we move on. The game just before that um, in Ockram at 11.30, I think this one has the makings of a cracker as well. Hollywood, on the back of their one-point win, a, a late goal to defeat Kiltegan. Conference is up. They're playing the Arthur Gerlain's Bally Money. They could be missing, still missing Dara Fitzgerald and Kieran Highland. So. We don't know. Stephen Hurley is still yeah. gone AWOL. We don't really know what's the story. He's, he's, he's a win the management balance one, but Hollywood have a chance here, do they? Yeah, on, on, on that, you'd have to give them a squeak and they have to be buoyed by their... By their um, 
victory the last day. I just think the Jers still could have enough for him, to be honest. I think the Jers running game, I think the Jers and Tinny Healy are two very similar teams. I think Tinny Healy had enough for them on the day. I know there's a couple of lads back for Hollywood since, but I just think Arthur Jers should have enough for them with their runners, with the way they play, with their, their direct style of football. I think, you know, Hollywood, I know they set up really well both days. And like they, that, that was a great victory against Kiltegan. But going on the line of farm through Kiltegan, you'd have to be looking at a Jarrah's win, really and, and truly. Like that, that one again, again, Kiltegan, that, there's, I say, there's a, a bit of ill blood there now for the last few while. The two of them have met each other, the few topsy turvy uh, encounters there, you know, uh, and it's like a local derby. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a good bit of a difference between them, but it is a, a kind of a derby with them as well, you know, that when they meet, it's always a ding dong battle. Uh, like, I just think they will have too much for them. Yeah, I just think their scoring power will yeah. be too much. And I, I know like Hollywood, they're, they're, Hollywood got up 2.30 in the last era. But look, but, the 2.6 are one man there. You know, yeah. Geraldines could have 2.6. They'll have a spread of scorers. Of, and, of, of, and, and look, at they, they'll know who scored that 2.6 as well. Yeah. I'm sure they'll have a marshal there for him as well. Yeah. So I just think on, on the bare farm, on the bare farm in the book, as the lad says, I think the Jers will have too much, even missing a couple of lads. Hollywood have that, you know, they have that knack of making life very difficult for teams. They're one of those championship teams you don't want to meet. You know, they're, they're really good at eking out results and staying in games, even sometimes when you think they shouldn't stay in them, you know. They're just, they have that knack, they have that that belly for the fight. But I just think that the Jersey will hold too many aces. For like, them if they forward. did happen to turn them over, they're, go, they're going to frog leap them, like, because you'll have Hollywood down on four points and the Jersey's in only three. Like, and that, that has That's an incentive in itself. The, yeah. That group wide open. Like, and yeah. the Jersey's will have Tinny Healy to, to come down the road yeah. as well. Yeah. So, like, so, you know, like, as I said, that draw with Ratnew and the Jersey has really, you know, has, has left the door yeah. open for someone. Yeah. If someone else can take the initiative, be it the Tinny Healy, be it Hollywood. Has left the door open a little bit for someone to kind of pull off a little bit of it, yeah. or pull the rug out from under someone, as they say. So, look at that's that group is that's a good weekend football to to look at in any group. To be fair, like well, I, I'm going to go to Jerlines and that as well now. So the Jerlines, uh, Kiltegan and Emmett Tilly Hilly Ratnew. I'm going to go Ratnew. But I won't. I won't you be surprised. Been, you haven't been wrong yet with them, anyways. Yeah, well, I, but I won't be surprised if yeah. if 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 Tinny Healy. But I am going to go right new for sure. You know they don't take kindly to new kids on the block coming around. <laughs> They're just one of those teams that are. I think they'll set up well, and I think they'll. As I said, this Tinny Healy team will find out a lot about them this mm. weekend now, and I think you know we'll know we'll know exactly where they are on on Saturday evening. Yeah. So. So the the next we move on to group two in uh, senior group two the game opening game of the weekend is on Saturday in Ockram at a quarter to seven. This one has a good hallmarks of a classic as well. Avondale against St Pat's. Uh, Avondale and Pat's both on four points in the group, both top with uh, Blessington. So two form teams. One may be a surprise. One's the defending champions. Here we go. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to really see. You know, we keep saying the same thing over and over. This is really going to see where Avondale are. Now, um, we all know what Pats are like. They're defending champions. They're undefeated now for a long while down the line. A draw last year. No, you know, no defeats. They're they've gone through a league campaign there very well. You know, they they won the cup. They 
they're, they're, they're moving well they've a good few bodies back there now I don't know whether some people know or not like but like your man James Cavanagh isn't it he's back from travelling isn't it James Cavanagh I think he's back um, he played for the junior A's I think but your man big big name back household name Connor French yeah, I heard that during the week that he was he was to be back at he the end back, of the yeah. is, is he back? Um, well, yeah. what what condition is he in? He's had to be travelling for a long time. He what, like hasn't played ball in since county final. You know, yeah. Or again, Connor would strike me as a lad now. He probably he's not in too bad a condition. I, I know, but still, you might be in good condition, but you'd be very rusty. You know. Yeah, but even still, up until now, they're they're two from two. Even they're, yeah. they're two from two at the minute. But this as, is a test for them a, as well. It's no? a big test for them. It's a big test as to how they'll set up again the hard running forwards of Avondale. Yeah. You know, I think they've mastered everything up until now. I just this is a massive game for Avondale going forward. I know we've said this we said it, you know, it was a massive win against Barton last I think I would have possibly taken more out of the win against their because with things not going right yeah. and not playing well, they still ground out a win, which exactly. was which was a massive win for them as well. But they still have Blessington and Pats to play. And the, the Bushy McGrainer was kept scoreless the last day. And yeah. they still won. And they still won. Which like, like, is, let's which not is blow up Bushy too much here. You no, know, no, but look, he, look he, he, was, he scored two four the day before, yeah. so you can't look over that, overlook that. But, you know, I just... Pats, as you said, a few bodies back, whether they'll start or whether they'll play. You know, but Pats seem to have lads coming in, as I said the last day, that just seem to be... They're seamless. Whoever goes off and whoever comes on, they just fit. It's the same fit. They're they're doing the same job. They're doing it to a certain specification, and they're doing it well. And I just think at the minute, you know, Avondale are dangerous. We we've seen that with the bottom last match. But I just think that Patsel. I think Patsel edged this one. But I thought it mightn't be as it mightn't be as straightforward as some people think. Well, I'm very interested to see matchups and lineups. What way it's going to go? Who will take Duffy? Will Sir Shakurin take him? Who takes Tommy Kelly? Yeah. Who takes Oshie McGrainer? Will the four or will the, the three breaker, bakers line up in the half back line again? You know. Um, yeah, but yeah, well, well, you what you're saying is if, if Stephen Duffy sent a forward, do the sacrifice David Baker on him and take him out of the game to follow him? Or will he be full forward? Will yeah. he come out? Will Sirius follow yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. Will, will so happen, it is. It's know? very intriguing to see, like, and there is big matchups there, as you said. Yeah. You know, like, would Owen Baker go back on Tommy Kelly? Would, you know, you don't know what's going to happen there. You know. Hope, Avondale have changed things around the last day a bit like going into the field like who, who goes on Connor Byrne exactly. who goes on Keno Hannig who scored a goal the last yeah. day you know when the pressure was on so it's very intriguing it's very intriguing to see what's coming down the line in this one I, t- I t- really think it's going to be a humdinger because if Avondale can hit the ground running and ask the question of Pats come out and play. Yeah. This could be this could be a show out for the ages. I think, yeah. I think with with the footballers that are, are on show on both sides, I think this as you said, I just hope it's a fine evening. I hope it's a good fine evening with fastball because this could really be anything. It could be anything. You know well, I'd, I'd actually I'd feel sorry for Dean Healy on Saturday night after the game. If he it is driving runs from midfield, he's running into three bakers in a wall in front of him. Yeah. He's gonna be sore after. Well I tell you Will not bother him on because he will, will just, love it. He, he will love, love it. it. I was just going to he say so, so. You'd like to be the bakers then? Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, three against one anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He will love that. <coughs> yeah. So that I think that's setting up. That's yeah. going to be. I'm saying that's my game of the weekend. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's mine as well. Yeah. Yeah. No. Look, an all-known farm and with the two of them, if 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 Avondale turn up like they did again, Barton, that's in that, and Pat's turn up. 
like they have done for the last couple of months, it's going to be a cracker. I think it's going to be a real humdinger of a game. And I think, as I said, it's a big game for Avondale, seeing as they still have the two, they have Blessington and Pat still to play. Yeah. So, you know, God forbid you lose the two of them. Now you're in a shoe how we pray to see who maybe gets to a quarter final or who stays over relegation, depending on other results, after a great start. So you're not you're not in the clear. Well, as well as they've done here, you know no. what I mean? No. As well as they've done, they're not in the clear either. So they they'll really they really need to focus on that one. But this group does look like it's <coughs> kinda of heading in one direction with the, t- the three teams that are there at the minute. Like bottom glass down there, they're looking for they're looking for a miracle. No disrespect to Bray or Erog there either, you know. Like Well even look if Barton does hit the ground running again and, and get things up and going, they've twenty seven points to find with Pats. So this is the, but of, if, over the course of those three matches, like so, they're going to have to blow someone away. Well, it could come down to head to head if it if it comes, you know, know, it comes to a far away show out there. Yeah, you know? so so like yeah, it's it's a big mountain to carry to, to climb for them, and yeah. I suppose we'll know more on Sunday. So who are we going to pick on that one? I'm going to go with Pats just about, but I think Pats in a show out. I I'll go the other way just for the heck of it now, but I, I, I've been following Pat's all year as well myself. But I'm, I'll, I'll go Avondale just for the, the crack. No, and if you're gonna give a man the match for this one, no. <laughs> me, yeah, you haven't given one yet. Now you usually come out with one. Yeah, um, no, this one's so hard to call. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's it's calling out for a standout performance, though, and I think it's there for you to to push one out if you want. You're putting words in his mouth. Right, I will for the heck of it. Here we go. Right, I'm going to pick man of the match, Podge McWalter. Right. <laughs> I mean, you didn't even mention once through the whole. And, you, and you're going to pick Avondale Twain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you don't do if things in halves. If, if, you want, <coughs> if anyone knows what's going on there, could the text even let us know? Speaking of texting in, do you want to rattle off that competition? Again? Oh, yeah, sorry. We've uh, the bet there from Winners and Toes tonight. Is very very well played there, lads, actually. Very well played. Uh, Barry Vallis to beat Anna Curra, Cool Kennel to beat Lara, Pats to beat Avondale, and Rat New to beat Tinahili. At 5 to 1, a free 10 euro bet from Winners and Closure Bookmakers. You text in to uh, Alan, call out the number there. 087 193 That number again is 087 Very professional, very professional. Yeah, so that's our bet from Winners and Closure. If you're the fourth person in, you can win that bet. The uh, other games in Group 2 this weekend in the Senior Championship are on Sunday. Um, Sunday evening, the first game is Aerogue against Blessington at 5 o'clock in Ockram. Aerogue on the back of two defeats, not massive defeats, but Blessington on the crest away from a late, late victory over, over Bolton Glass. What, what way are we looking here? Um, Aerogue is a mountain to climb, there's no doubt about it. Um, they're, they're working hard, they're trying hard, they're depleted with numbers, they've Anto back now into his second game. After getting a game of hurling into him as well, you know, getting the legs freshened back up will be a big bonus to him. Will Sean Lawless be in good order to play? We don't know. Ligaments in his ankle, I'd say. Probably not. I'd say he's gone for the year if his ligaments in his ankle because it's as bad as a break. Um, Blessington, they're they're in a, they're a comfortable bracket. They're moving well. They're they're shutting up the critics saying that they they don't turn up some days. They've turned up the last two days anyway, um, and I think there's lots more in the tank for them. Yeah, look, again, you're talking about Herog, it's like Kiltegan in the Hurland, they're performing really well without getting anything for it. They've done the, la- the last two days, you know, they push Pats all the way, dogfighting the rain against Avondale, Avondale just got the goals at the crucial times, 
I think you know scoring is the big thing. They play they play defensive, and I just think getting scores on the board, and I just don't think ten or eleven points will be enough to beat this Blessington team. I do think uh, Curtis Gerrihy, the McLaughlins, and these lads. I think they'll break them down. I think they'll be able to, and they'll have a few lads that can kick points from 30 or 40 yards as well. I just think Greystones at the minute, as I said, it, it's a tough spot to be in for them because, you know, they're, they're putting in such a shift every day. Yeah. And they're working really hard at, and, they're you know, they're putting everything into the way they're set up and they're trying to eke out a result and it's just not happening for them. And like there uh, were I, as I said, like scores, scores are vital and I just think the scoring power is the problem with them at the minute. Yeah, and like they the, the up a good effort again, Pat. They did, like first team out to play defending champions, no one ever wants that. No, You don't no. because straight away there's, there's a blue light flashing over your head or a red light, whichever you want to say. But like the next day they went out and they were playing Avondale and like, well, he had battled in that last year, and Aero were probably the better team coming in at the end of the first half and they conceded two goals. That's last year. Something similar happened. Now, Avondale kicked copious amount of rewards, all right, but like. Uh, that's because of the set up, though. That's the pressure the was set up and the pressure. I mean? Yes, and they weren't laying into good yeah. scoring positions. So, like, what, like they're going to have. They're, they're facing another team here now, like similar to Avondale. Big, big athletes that will be running at you. Like, you'll get them men coming down the middle at you. Like, um, like you have the McLaughlin's there, like will your your man um, Murray be on? We don't know. Like they're all big men, but then they equally have lots of small running power. Like you have the two O'Connors there. Like you know, you've Jack Jordan Co- you've Jordan on, you've Jack Carr, you know, like you've Yeah, look at to me they just have a little bit too much for Airog in this yeah. one. As I said, you know, it's hard to see a team working so hard and getting nothing for it there, but that's the level you're in, you know, you're in a senior football championship. It's very hard, you know, to to be missing a few lads and it's fair we don't want to keep harping on about that there's 15 lads going out there every day yeah. you know doing their best but I just think Blessington you know will have a little bit too much for them going forward the win against Barton last you know coming into the last 10 minutes normally Blessington wouldn't have got over that line to be fair but you know they turned it around beat Barton last have put them in a spot and I don't think they're going to let it slip now against their rog and put themselves back in a spot about her. you know I just think that they'll have too much, too much firepower. And as I said, you know, Erog scoring 10 or 11 points is okay when you're playing really defensive, but I don't think it's enough to beat this Blessington team, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think so too. And like, what are one on the, on the Blessington team, on the junior A team, like, I don't know what he has to do. He scored, like, Kevin Quinn there, playing playing for the, the junior A's, scored 1 8 the last day, like, and I don't even know if he was on the bench for the seniors or whether he's even considered yet or tried, maybe trying to groom and bring him in, but. That's that's a chap for the future, like you know. Yeah. So you're not picking him for man of the match. I then? don't think I will. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think I laid him off. You know. Bless Blessing have won their two games uh, by a goal in each game, three eleven to two eleven, and I think one twelve to twelve. Probably that's it. In, that's going to be the difference again, isn't it? It's going yeah, to be, it's going to be some later. But as I said, you know, it's good for them to win those tight games. You know, yeah. to be getting over the line in tight games like that. You don't want to be always in tight games. <laughs> Nobody does. Everyone wants to win, pulling up as the lad says, but. You know, if you're in them and you win them, it's his worth an extra boost to you as well to win those tight games. And I just think Mick Murray seems to have put a little bit, little bit more steel into their into their game, a little bit more, you know, getting through those final five and ten minutes when when games are tight. And it seems whatever they're doing seems to be working there. So, you know. I, as I said, I just think they're going to have a little bit too much for for their uh, I, I reckon a, a win on Sunday that'll. Them definitely true anyway I'd, I'd imagine um, six points from six the next game 
is Alan, did you you're going Blessed as well, sorry? I'm gonna go Blessed, yeah. yeah. So the next the last game in the senior championship this weekend, Bolton Glass against Brayem, it's both sides at the bottom uh, of the group. Um Bray defeated last day out by um Bray, Bray lost to Patsy yeah, and Bolton Glass were defeated by Beston as you mentioned earlier. This one, Bolton Glass, it's do or die now. Yeah, well like it's the same for Bray, I suppose. You know, like Bray haven't been you know, Pats, I suppose, beat them by 10 points. Looking on, on a bad night, like, will John Henderson be back? Big player for him. You know, will Cunningham feature? Will Paul Cunningham feature? He was on the bench the last day. Like, we're all saying, you know, bottom last, last chance alone. This is not, this is tricky. Because, like, confidence can't be that high in bottom last. I, I know bottom last, and with regards to getting beaten up there, you take a lot of stick. It's a bit like carrying you at home, you know, when you go home, you know, there's not, no one puts the arm around you and oh, says, yeah. come on, you. Yeah. you know, like these lads will have taken stick over the last couple of weeks, over the last couple of performances. And, you know, if confidence is a bit low up there, this Bray team are a very dangerous team to play. And like they're in the same boat here. No points from two matches. You know, only bit by three points by Blessington. Blessington beat Barton, that's by three points. So the line of form there, you can, I know every day is different, but the line of form there is that there's not that awful amount between the teams. So, like, I just think this this one's going to be really, really tight. I think, is John McGrath gone? McGrath, he's appealing it tonight, but if if he doesn't get off tonight, I think he's getting the lengthy ban because he's only back from one, I think. Now, yeah, if, I'm, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm wrong in saying that, I apologise, but I think that's the protocol. Yeah, yeah. But, like... The, the, the bottom has at the minute is a shaky station up there at the present minute because look at they got absolutely um blitzed by by Avondale the first day they went out the next day look at they put the shoulder to the wheel they done everything right you could nearly say right they thought they for were home and hosed minutes. for 50 yeah. minutes they thought they were home and hosed and next minute bang the whole shooting gallery come down around them McGraw got put half well that was after the goal like the, the, I think they were five points up were they? They were five points up yeah. five points and up one and five unanswered the, 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 one five unanswered and turned them six hat, minutes I think yeah. six and again and um, again it was runners turned yeah. them over like the first day it was runners turned them over as well and it's you know have Bray got those runners? I don't think Bray plays as, as direct as that either so as I said I think a lot hinges on don't and forget Bray Bray racked up a nice score the first day out like they're well able they're well capable like, and again, I just, Blessington, like they're, well, they're well capable of doing it I just think you know it's not a foregone conclusion I'm going to side with Barton Lass on the view that I think there has to be a kick in Barton Lass I just think they're, they're too long you know they're, they're too big a club and they're too long there for there not to be a kick there again it depends on it depends on who's playing with Bray, really. If John Henderson is not there, they're a different type of team. They didn't look as coordinated with him the last day against Pats. Yeah. They didn't. He does a lot of link-up play. He does. Well, I just think that, as I said, I'm going to go purely on tradition more than anything else, and I'm going to say there has to be a kick in bottom that's in this one. Yeah, I I think so. I think we're waiting. We're waiting for fireworks and an explosion for them. Like I said, they put the shoulder to the wheel the last night. They thought they were home and host and. Um, I just think they will have a little bit more on the day, e- even their panel, what they're able to bring on on the day for, for Bray. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the bottom glass side as well. So that's two for bottom glass. Um, we'll move on to intermediate. Uh, we'll go through these by the days, if that's what we go, Friday night first and yeah. work our way through the weekend. So we start off Friday night, um, 7.30 in... Dunlavin, Denard the Den are playing uh, Stratford. 
in Group Two. Denard coming off the back of two defeats, um, and, and so same Stratford. Stratford, who were beaten early by Rathnewood last day out. They were beaten early the both days. They were lucky as the first day they were getting to the coal. They they kicked the copies amount of wide. They, they were down the numbers with injuries as well. The lad sent off. The next day they went down again. Right new, um, and a team. I suppose everyone's probably hoping to get a result off right new because they're 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 down in numbers as well. And there was a few. They've lost a few to their senior team, but still they're right new. You can never take them for granted, you know. Um, and. They, they turned them over, you know? Yeah, well, as I said before, that Ratnew team, I think, if Ratnew could have kept, I think they lost another two even after that. Yeah. After that. If Ratnew could have kept what they, what they, even what they had beaten Stratford with, yeah. they're a danger to anyone. Oh, they are. Because they're all footballers. They can all play the game, you know what I mean? They know how to play. And they're a real danger to anyone. Now, they're getting more and more depleted every day to go out, to be fair. And I don't think... Too many are going to step forward from the junior either. They have a really strong junior team there. Yeah. And I think they might possibly be playing their cards on, on going well in that junior. Yeah, so they possibly are, yeah. They're not going would. to bring any... I'd be doubtful that they'll take anyone off that to replenish the intermediate team. Well, we'll talk so, about them in a minute. We're getting sidetracked after yeah. that. <laughs> we'll go back yeah. to Stratford and Denard here for a minute. But like, the, Denard put up a great show again, again, Carnio. You know, and they were unlucky to lose that game. You know, they went out the last day again and like Daly was kept scoreless. Like Daly scored, I don't know why he scored the first day. Two, three. He scored two three, there you are. Um and he went out the next day he didn't score, which is a great, great achievement, you know. Um for to, to keep him scoreless. But and equally say Stratford so, so both sides this this is like this is a, a local derby clash as well. Two two West teams going to absolutely hop off each other, there is no doubt about it, like. Yeah, well, look at this. As I said, it's last chance alone, really, for the two of them yeah. with regards to championship. And it's also. in the and it's in the west and as well, it's, and <laughs> so it's up there, you know. In Dunlavin, I, yeah. Look at, I after seeing Donard, I haven't seen, um, I haven't seen Stratford play. To be honest, after seeing Donard playing against Garnew that night, I would have to think that they're good enough. They're too good to be where they are in the group. To be yeah. honest with you, I now look. They didn't win their next match. If you're not winning matches, you're in trouble, especially early. But I just think that Donard, with the forwards they have, with the way they played against Carnew, if they get back to anything like that form, I know Stratford are struggling a little bit. Again, they're one of those teams that do, they catch someone every year in this. Yeah. You know, they always come up with a big performance against someone every year, but I just think Donard should have too much, too much firepower. Again, yeah, I, I again so their bad. backs are to the wall. Yeah. You know, like Donard won't like sitting 15 in that group looking like Dunlevin at the top of it. You know, it's a local derby. They're locals. You know, to play underage together to a certain level, but they won't like looking up Look at, at them it. looking back down at him. I know I'm getting a bit sidetracked, but you know, I just think Donard. I just have to have too much. Yeah, well, look at the, they played each other in the league and things as well. Like Donard are pushing to try to get promoted there, and Ra- or uh, Stratford they were lucky to stay up. Yeah, so you know? like on, on that farm. But yeah. as I said, Stratford are one of those teams to catch someone nearly every year in this. Yeah. You know, they always turn someone over. They're, they're and a really they were very, dangerous they were very near the one to Kilcoal. They yeah, were like, yeah. and look at Kilcoal are absolutely trashing along. So yeah. so that's Donard on that one for me anyway, I think. Yeah, well, I'm going to, I'm going to have to go with you as well on that one. So the next uh, game is in that group as well. It's Carnew against Ratnew. That's in Avondale at half past seven. Carnew... After getting a heavy beating off the Navin and after getting a victory in the hurling last week, they're looking to bounce back in the same manner in the football, Emmett. Yeah, they will be. Look, again, I 
there's issues to be addressed there, as I alluded to before, like they conceded, I think, what was it, 6-26 or 7-26 yeah. or something in, in two games. Like, they won't be happy with that. So this is a team that, that held Healy last year to 1-6, and the Healy team were railroading everyone at the time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, like, whatever they were doing last year has slipped away from them a bit there at the minute. So they'll be looking to shore things up at the back. If they don't shore things up at the back... They're in trouble. Against Ratnew, like... They are in trouble. You know, they're, they're, yeah. like, they're being in trouble. I just... You know, their back is to the wall slightly here with Carnew as well. Like, the one win, they're, they're kind of in no man's land in the middle of the table there now. If they... You know, if they, if they want to go forward in this, they'll have to win this. Ratnew are bang there beside them. There's only two points in it in the score difference between the two of them. You know, like, this is a big game enough. I know people are kind of writing off Rat New, in it, but they're very dangerous, as I said. I said they're still Rat New. They're yeah. still Rat New, you know, and, like, you know, Avondale will probably suit them. They'll have a crowd there. They're not a million miles away from home. Do you know what I mean? And it'll be a bit of a cauldron for both sides. Like, Karen, you will travel to it as well. I think it'll be a humdinger. I'm just going to say that maybe Karen, you firepower. If they can tighten the back up and sort it out, I think with Brendan McRae and Killian Gilligan and John Kavanaugh and Freeze up there. Yeah. The show, as I said, but like if you don't win this, you don't. You're in bother. You're in bother, and look, you're yeah. in bother because you're not putting results you're together. Not yeah, and, that's, and like that's, that's, that's the You know, thing. as I said, the match Sunday, the hurling match, look, it's not ideal, but it'll probably have helped them in the fact that it'll get lads back rounded around and they've won a match again and whatever. So, well, I think that's a massive game in that, of course. I'm going to have to side with Karen on it anyway, I'm going to think. But I just think, you know, if they're not right, if they're not fully focused, and if they haven't sorted things out at the back, you know, it could be, you know, it could be a dodgy one. It yeah, could well, be really I'm be going a dodgy one. as well. I think Karen they, they should have too much firepower on the day. Um, and I'm, I'm going to go with them as well, because I back them there at me, tip to win the championship. So I'm going to stay with me, go the way I have from the start. Okay, so the... Move on to Group 1 on Friday night in Ockram. A local derby between Bymass and Anakura at half past seven. Both teams, this is a do-or-die game. Both teams um, on zero points in that group. The three teams at the top all on four and the three teams at the bottom all on zero. So this is do-or-die or you're gone, Emmett. Yeah, look at this. I don't think anyone really expected these two teams to be here after after week three. And, you know... Um, Anna Curra coming down from senior probably unlucky to come down from senior Valley Manus have been there thereabouts for the last five years do you know what I mean five or six years they were be- beaten in a couple of finals and well it's you know it's last chance really it's last chance well, alone for both teams his last chance and like whoever loses <coughs> this is out but even the winner possibly still might qualify yeah. the way things are going you just you wouldn't know it's a tough group like you know um, both teams are working off very slim pickings and that's not making excuses for either side, like even though an Anacora man, you know, like the Billy's well, if you get an injury or two, you're in trouble. Yeah, the same uh, as Anacora, which has been proven already, like Garod has played only look, at what, the beginning of football this, all year. At the beginning like, you know, of this intermediate championship, there was probably six or seven teams that could win it. Yeah. You know, and it was just whoever was going to get the best run with injuries and suspensions and stuff. Yeah. At the right times was going to prevail like obviously they had to play well as well I'm not being but it's just for teams to build momentum like you know there's these two teams beating in their first two matches staring one another down now you know someone's going to go here you know like a draw is probably no good to either of them no, no. do you know what I mean 
and someone's going to go on Friday night and as I said you're going to be probably out of a championship by the long weekend in August which no one wants to be Yeah. and you know Ballymanus you know got pipped against Cool Kenna Cool Kenna like her sitting top of the group or second in the group happy enough you know, and these are the fine margins you're dealing with. Like Anakura have struggled. I think Gerard came back to last night and played there. Yeah. He'll be a big addition. You know, he he needed as much game time as he can get. I'm sure he's training away, however. But like I just think <laughs> this one is going to be sought loss. Well I That's tell this is like we're back to <coughs> we're back to Navendale Pat's match. This is about matchups. Yeah. Because taking nothing away from Anakura backs, but they've been leaking far, far too many scores. Like four or five of the Ballymanus forwards in the intermediate they're lethal they're as good, they're, as, they're they're as, good as you will get yeah. like you, you've you've Ron Lynch, Lynch Byrne and yeah. Mark Kenny they are and, absolutely yeah. you get the right ball to them lads. I'm not cutting you they will poison you there is no doubt about yeah. it and I still ask the question I'm not running my own lads down who is going to follow Mark Kenny around the field because I would not like that job no no like he's he's doing a inter-county level yeah, that's what I mean he's one of the finest inter-county footballers we yeah. have at the present minute and that's not blowing smoke up his no you know what? But, you know what I mean. He's a he's a fine footballer. Yeah. He's in fine condition and everything. He's a bad day the last day. Maybe he's got out of the system and he'll come out now modern. Hope he doesn't. But <laughs> no, no. This yeah, no. Man. Look at I. I honestly think, and this is local. Like the two, they're there beside one another. Right? This is going to be a humdinger of a game. Yeah. It's got to be. But I can see this ending in a draw, and I know it's no good to the two teams. But I can actually see this one. I can see the final whistle gone and everyone gone. Oh, oh God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's just one of those games yeah. that's going to be so tight. There's so much on the line, yeah. and it's going to be as the lad says, "Lick for smatter." Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, but I can just see it coming out. I know predicting a draw is a funny one, but I know you, you can like say. Man match, yeah. But you can say I'm sitting. <laughs> yeah. You can say I'm sitting on the fence, but I just think it has the hallmarks of one of those games. Yeah. That that at the end of it, everyone looks at one another and goes, "We're no better off." Mm. After all that, you know what I mean? None of us have lost. I just. You know, it's, I'm going to predict the draw. I'm going to sit on the fence a little bit. And look, it, it's a strange one, I know. But I just think it has. it's one of those games that, you know, it's going to be so, so tight that to call a winner is, is, is nearly impossible. Well, as I, it's going to come to match-ups. It's going to come to line-ups. What way to line out? What way to go about with injuries? I, I actually don't really know what way they are with injuries in the corridor down there because we, I just haven't I haven't been in the field watching one's training this year. I just ha- we haven't time. Um, and equally with, with Ballymanus, I didn't didn't get to see their last game. I only got to hear a few bits about it. Um, we had no video clips of that, so I don't even know how they, they really performed again. Um, but they, again, uh, Kilmac, but they were horrid and lucky again. Colkeno, I know, I, well. I know what they can produce with by looking at that game after going down a man after five or six minutes. Do you know what I mean? So missed the penalty, missed the penalty. Point, like you know and they like they come back and they, they they were very near getting a victory there. You know, so yeah, and that's why I'm saying that's that's how know, tight the margins yeah. are. In you know. And look, but like I said, I can see, you know, Eddie Leonard will have his hands full going into this one. Yeah, not that, you know, it'd be, it's a local derby. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying there's going to be, but like he'll have it, you know, the first 15 minutes are going to be hell for leather. They're going to be, and I can just see it being one of those games that it'll go point for point. The goal is going to be a massive score in it. You know, I think I think if you can stop, stop goals. You're, well, that's one thing Anna Curry need to do anyway. They're just leaking far too many goals. They'll have to try to stop the goal rot and try maybe get a few at the other end of it. But, yeah. Um, well, anyway, we would, I'm going to go with the, the old faithful there. Right. I said a draw. Speaking loyal. So the <laughs> other game in this group is, is two of the table toppers. Kukeno are playing Lara in Arklow at 7.45. Kukeno, 
after getting a, a win the last day out. They played uh, Banakar the last day. And Lara had a good win against Anakar as well with a couple of, of big goals in that game. Lara adapted very well to life in intermediate last last year and a half, haven't they? They're yeah, like as we as we alluded to last week, like since since Decky came in, they've got you know they're, they're they've got the winning bug. They haven't been beaten too often, you know. They're, they're going really well. I think Cool Kenna are dark horses enough in this, you know. They've they're taking along. They've they've ground out a big result against Ballymanus. I think they're there. They're they're you know they've. You look at, at the cool kind of forwards, as I said the last day as well, the six names that you wouldn't mind on any forward sheet, you know what I they mean? Have, yeah. You know, like, uh, they're, they're strong. They're, I think this is going to be a humdinger of a game, to be honest. I think, you know, Lara's goal threat, you know, they're very good forwards. How how cool can I, again, get their matchups and set up is going to be is going to be key. But um, I, uh, the two of them are happy enough where they are. I just I'm going to side with Cole Kenna a little bit on this one. I just think it's it's a big test for Cole Kenna, but I think they'll you know the, it'll be interesting to see how Lara deal with with Don Jackman as well. Well, it's got only coming to that. Yeah, I think now you're predicting men of the matches. I'm going, I think Don is going to have a big big game here because yeah. they're going to have him in on the square, right? Um, he's only been scoring from set piece. He got a goal from play again the Billies, a long ball in Tom. They weren't able to deal with. He. They're going to put him in in a square. Gary Cullen is going to be beside him. No disrespect to Gary Cullen. He's a fine footballer. He has been all his life. But he's not going to, ha- to have the aerial threat to try to get up and break an even ball off Don if they can get the ball to him. Like It's all about getting the ball to him as well. Don't forget that. Um, you, you, I'd say they're going to do what they usually do. They drop all of him back to try to do a bit of sweeping there. I, I still don't think that's going to work. Like, But it's all about Lara's break as well. They break very, very well. They, the counter-attack. Like Damien Hanlon, if he can get run in the middle of the field... like. Uh, uh, Connor Doyle, will he get the job of marking him? I don't know if he'll have the legs for him. No disrespect to Connor. Yeah. Will Jim Jim Cush maybe might have the might have the bit of power and speed to stay with him? Still, it's a fine job to try to do it. Like you've jo- you've John Nolan, you've the two Miley's. Like the latter are a fine fine side. Um, but I, t- I think it's going to be a big big di- big day for Don, and I think they're going to come out just on top. Well, I think so. I think it, like as you you've covered it nearly down it. Lara are a very good team. As I said, they're used to winning. They're really well set up. I think Stevie Cush is very good on the line. I think he'll have got his matchups. I think he'll know. Well, these both managers are very good on the line yeah. here now. So, like, it's a real battle of wits as well on the line. I think, you know, it'll come down to players, big players. And I just think Eamon Rossiter, you know, these lads, Connor Walker, Don Jackman, I think they have so many options up there. Like, you're talking about going long to Don. They have other options. They, they can the, run the, the ball. Dolan, they can, the yeah, Coleman. They can go Colin low. Murray, you know, they, they like have, they can yeah. go low and fast into Connor Walker and and Parry Coleman and these lads. You know, Eamon can carry the ball. Eamon Roster will drop deep and carry. They're not a one trick pony either. Do you know what I mean? Like they've won their games as you said with Don scoring from freeze. They're not obviously going. They're not just going launching balls all the time either. And I just, I think it'll be a great game. And I think it's another one of them. And I just, well, I just think Cool Kenna might squeak it. Well, I think so too. But one thing they will have to, I'm sure Cush has worked on it already. Like I think they went 13 or 14 minutes in the second half or one of the, ha- the first half again. Balnacar without scoring. No, that's not taken away from Balnacar. It wasn't a great, it wasn't a great game. Balnacar under pressure, you know. But yeah. still, you have to keep the scoreboard taking over. They still scored 19 or 18, 19 points. That's so that they were comfortable enough. But yeah, I'm going to go with the Cool Kenna. Yes, so Kulkeno moving along nicely in, in that group. Uh, the next intermediate game is on Saturday. That's in Ashford at half past six. 
It's in the other group, in group two, it's Kilkool against Dunlavin. Both sides on four points in the group as well. Both sides at the top and the only two undefeated teams in that championship group. This one is going to be, a, I suppose, a, a, a benchmark for where Kilkool are. Dunlavin have come out of the flying against Carnew. Yeah, look, sure, the blue Carnew away, really, like, you know, 4-13, I think it was on the board. You know, they, they give him a right trimming, to be fair, and, and like, going forward. But, like, Kilcoole have, have eked out two battles there as well, you know. They've got two results. They'll be happy enough with where they're sitting. I just think, possibly Dunlavin, if if they're still hitting the ground running the way they're running. I know Kilcoole have come up. They're very good. They're very, they're very well organised. I think this Dunlavin team, it's not the first time we've seen a Dunlavin team going this well at this time of the year. Sustaining is another thing, and I think Saturday is possibly a big, big enough test for them to see are they sustaining it. You know, the, uh, early in this championship before they have been going really well, and then someone has caught them in a quarter final or in a semi final, caught them called, uh, just to see them sustain it. But you know, after that win against Carnew, they'll have to be on top of their game. You know, they'll have to be really confident, and I just think they might have a you know kill cold some of those lads hurling last week. It'll be interesting to see will that catch up on them going forward. Yeah, you know? somewhere yeah, along yeah, the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like Danny Cavanagh might come back in there to get a full game under the belt. We don't know a massive man to bring back in. You know, as I say, it, this will be this is the biggest hurdle Kilcoyle have come to now in a good many years to see exactly like where are you, lads? And I'm sure Dutton will get him into the dressing room and say, "No, lads, this is to come out and show them Greeks we're here. We're here to compete. Mm. We're here to show them that." We're able to do it. Again, it's a big match for Kilcoyle on, on the fact that like they've done Lavin to play this weekend, they still have Carnew to play. Yeah. You know, like you have two from two, but this is not a done thing. Like, you know, you're not you're they're not playing true. Two teams you're been playing senior football, senior league, like you know. Yeah, and you're you playing have. two teams now that are lying around you there. So yeah. You know, two reversals now could put you back in a serious place again. You know what I mean? So you know, they'll want to keep focused and keep keep their head down and keep going as well and like we've alluded to Danny Kavanagh, we've alluded to all these players, and like they've taken to this intermediate, no problem. Well, yeah. You know, like as I said, Stratford are a sticky team enough, they got over them, it took them a while, but they got over them, like they went then to Donard, beat Donard, like another, they're a good yard sticking up, like after scoring 2-13 the first day against Carnew, so they've got over those two, those two matches. Like, But they have got over them, but they've played two teams that they have played already, in the league themselves. That, not, that they, they know. And they yeah, know. Right? Yeah. They're going up against sides now that they've only went to look at. They haven't come out again them. And it, it's going to be a big block. Now, if they win it, this is a massive scalp for them. Oh, a look, massive scalp. But if they lose, as you said, like we started at the start of this, these podcasts and we were saying that, that the best they could be hoping for maybe like could be third place. Yeah. So if they lose today and still carry you to play, like... That that's back in play, like yeah, yeah, you know? it is, it is, and that's what I'm saying. Like it's just you know, every look. I'd rather be sitting with four points and two wins. Don't get me wrong. I'd rather be, I'd rather be in Kilcoyle's boots than in Carnew's boots. Yeah, tonight at this minute, but it's just you know, it doesn't shut the door on on things going wrong at the same time. Yeah, you have to stay very focused. Like it's the next win is the win. Anyone on four points, the next win is the win you want because six points should see you through, barring a catastrophe. Like you know, so. That's the one you want. But well, I just think Dunlavin, the way they're moving at the minute, they seem to have got their act together. Like, you know, they're, they're looking good there at the minute. They've, you know, they, won, they went and won their league final as well. They got yeah, to and just on that, you can see 
the celebration at the end of it, maybe Alan, you noticed as well, the celebration of the Navin players at the end, it was very muted. I remember someone walking out to that, it's only the league. Like yeah. their, their vision is fully down the line. Yeah, 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 and like that's you could see that with the way they went about their business they in their two matches over. Yeah, you know, like the like the big retinue and the big car new there now. You know, there's big matches coming up for them still as well. Like they have a local derby with Donard coming up as you well. Know. Like the Hanton could happen in Wiana, you know, and like Stratford will be local to them as well. So I think the only ones that were happy about don't really happy about Dunavon win that night were two boys texting in toast that were on the drink up in Dunavon. <laughs> we were doing the commentating, and all they, got, they were they were trashing away up there like. But um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the ghost bank on this one. Well, I'm going to go down Lavin. I just think yeah. I, with the farm they're in at the minute, I think this Kilcoyle team coming up, you know, th- there's going to be a bit of a stop and a bit of a test for them at some stage, and I just think it might be Saturday night. Yeah. So one apiece in that one. Uh, Monday, there's no intermediate games on Sunday, so Monday sees Kilmacanog. On four points playing Bancar yet to register a point in the championship. It's <coughs> Kamak are, are going along nicely, a four point win over both Anakura and Ballymas. I think their score difference is eight, and it is, yeah. So Ballymacar are sort of struggling. This is Kamak trying to book a passage now into. Yeah, look, Kilmak have, have put themselves in a position now. They're on four points, and this is a big game for my duck. Look, we've all, we've highlighted Balnacar's struggles. We don't want to keep going on about it either. To be fair to them, you know they're, they're short on numbers. You know they they look to be struggling there at the minute. Of of two defeats, the twenty four points minus twenty four points on the board. You know it's not going well up there. For all intents and purposes, this this should be a victory for Kilmac. They should have too much with the way they're moving and the way they're playing at the minute. And I just look. I, I honestly, without saying too much, I just can't see anything other than a Kilmac win. To be honest, yeah, I, I agree with you. Even though they're, they're missing Colin, he got sent off the last day. Um, he's a big loss to them. Like he's their he's their workhorse around the middle of the field. You probably see him and like Danny Dowling will probably match up against each other and try trade blows all all around the field as he probably usually, usually would. You know, um, like Kilmac here, they're rather taking two scalps already. They have, you know, they're. Their win here at the weekend for them is going to see him on six points, right? You could that, that's you could say that's an, should be enough <coughs> to get you in the top three. Going by going by the, the other other years, you know, but they still they still have the two lads at the top of this table at the minute, Lara and Cole Kenno to play. So it's depending now where yeah, where so can they finish? Would they really want to be winning this one then? You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. they really need to put that match yeah. to bed then to, yeah. to put themselves in 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 with a position. Get, get, get through it comfortably. No, no sending off. Obviously, no, no, no one wants though. that, and no yeah. injuries. That's what that's the main thing yeah. now that they'll be saying to themselves up there. Let's get it done and get out of there. And again, more than likely, one of the teams above them will be down two points. Yeah. By that time as well, so they'll be above them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If that's look at, we're I'm not, I'm not ruling Balnacar out that far. Either, no, but no, like, but look at well, you. It's you just, only, just on the run of farm. Like. Yeah, that's all you can go by. So I don't think I can go on Balnacar on this one. I'm going to have to go with the the N11 men. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a full house for for Kilmac on that one. Um, Friday night, then we have Junior A Championship action. We have. Two games, three games in. Well, Thursday night. Thursday, sorry, Thursday night. Sorry, yeah, we've heard, when the game on Thursday night. Sorry, uh, it was brought forward. Shalala Kulbai against Hollywood in Division uh, or Group One. Uh, that's at seven forty-five in Kiltegan. Yeah, Thursday night. 
Shillelagh could buy on the back of a, a win against Lacken Kilbride. Hollywood were defeated by Blessington last day out. So. Yeah, um, look, Shillelagh could buy a front along fairly, fairly happily enough there. They, got, they couldn't have asked for a better starting block again, uh, Lacken Kilbride. No disrespect to Lacken Kilbride because they're under a bit of pressure up there as well. But, like, um, and did a comfortable enough win, but didn't play well. Like, as I say, I was talking to a few lads over there and their manager and things like that, and they weren't happy with their performance. You know, even though getting a win, so and equally with Hollywood, they're 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 building as well. They're, they've three teams out there. Um, they were up against a strong blessing inside as well. They were. Uh, they won the Junior B last year. This is a massive block to step up to. To like, it, I'd say if they're happy, if they can stay up in Junior A this year, like that, that's a goal. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, look, look. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, Shalala Colby, look, they've been taken all before him there since, yeah. since since they've joined up as well. They've only lost one match, the very first match of the year, again, in Iscari. It was the only game they've lost, and they've done everyone else, what I don't know, have done so far. Some people yeah. said they shouldn't be there. I disagree. They should be there and let him come up winning, which is only going right. But well, it's like, it's like everything. If they were there and weren't winning, no one would mind them being yes. there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because they're there and they're winning, now yeah. everyone is saying, oh, well, here. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. always the way. But again, as we as we alluded to, like Hollywood, you know, like they've strengthened up their senior panel there. They had a few defections from it. They've strengthened it up. You know, as you said, their goal is probably to stay junior A and hold on in junior A there this year. Um, they'll be competitive. There'll be, you know, that matches in Kiltegan. It'll be a tight pitch. It'll be. To say that here, yeah. You know, I mean, there'll be nothing easy about this for Shalala Colby. It'll be a real test for him. But they like to run. They need room. They need to run. You know, and, and that's a really tight pitch up there. At, you know, quarter to eight on a Thursday evening. Tight is Kevin's pocket now, and yeah. then you wouldn't turn it. <laughs> so, so all I'm saying, look, at I just think I think they'll have a bit much power for him again. With Shalala Colby, it's a bit like what we said earlier. A lot's going to depend on their dual players how to how to get through the next few weeks. Yeah. No injuries. No. Do you know what I mean? And look at there's lots of clubs like him around. We keep mentioning it, but I just think they'll have too much for Hollywood on this one. If their aspirations are to go forward in this junior A, I think I think they'll it'll be a good test because of where the match is and how Hollywood will will bring it because yeah. they always do. To be fair, especially in championship, oh, but, they surely will. but I just yeah. think Shalala Colby will probably edge it. Yeah. I'm going to go with them boys as well. So another full house for Shlela Cool Boy. The we go on, we'll stay in that group. We go to the match on uh, Saturday evening. Is it or Friday evening? Sorry, between Blessington and Valleymount in Hollywood at seven thirty. A West Derby two teams know each other very very well. This is going to be a humdinger. Valleymount this is yeah. going to be a humdinger. Valleymount had a very comfortable win over Ockram in their opening day out. Um, and Blessington, they overcame um, Hollywood, Hollywood, as I mentioned before. And yeah, Kevin Queen's gone 1-8 there. Um, I don't know what they were, what they were from many from dead balls or, or whatever, but like Valleymount, last two county finals in a row, they're, they're going all out for this. You can look at the set-up they have, like even look at the stand the last day, the three or four lads there are doing stats. They look very professional. They're, they're very organised. They're, they're here to do business. Like they've, they've a Miley lad on it there as well. They've a Flanagan lad on it. They've a few fine, fine footballers. Yeah, look, as you said, as you alluded to, like, you know, this looks to be their, their throwing everything ahead this year. You know, they've, they've been there, thereabouts for the last couple of years in this grade. And, you know, a team like Blessington come then, as you said, alluded, it's going to be a humdinger. I can see her being a real, probably one of the games of the weekend. You know, it's up in Hollywood on Friday evening there. Kieran Fleming refereeing it. I, I just think, you know, Valley Mount, as you said, 
with their set up, how professional they are. I think it's going to be really tight this one. I, you know, we're getting into real great. You know, we were tipping for the last few weeks. We weren't always right, but they were easy. You're just looking at a lot of these matches now. This junior age championship this weekend. There's great matches in it, and I just, but I just going to go. I haven't seen either team playing to be honest. I'm going to side with Valley Mount on on how they how clinical they were against Ockram as well, like holding a team to a point as well for an hour. Yeah. I think to you know, like that's that that's a sign of intent as well. You well know? the one thing as well that uh, we know Blessington will be going out with full contingent. They'll have not lost nobody as of yet because the the others won't have played the seniors won't have played till uh, um Sunday, Sunday. or Saturday. Now that or Sunday, so, but that that's not saying we're going to be losing anyone anyway. I mean, I'm yeah. sure Murray has his panel for the seniors, and that's it, you know. And that's why I kept hitting about Kevin Quinn. So, like, I, I think it's going to be. I'm, I'm raging actually. If I was to pick another match to go to, I'd be at the Anacora match. It would be this, and that's the road now. I would be at. So I, I'm actually going to go. I'm going to go blessing them. I think I'm expecting a shock. That would be a big one. Um, yeah, that would be one. Of the the biggest shocks. I'm just going to have to check. What the odds in the bookies have blessed in, in winners enclosure blessed in nine to four value mount two to seven on or seven to two on, that's a big shock you're looking for there. Big, yeah, big, big shock for Barney when you go in. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my call on that one, boys. That's a big yeah. call, big call from Alan. Um, we'll we'll just stick with that group. There's one other game with that group, and that's on Saturday. Ockram and Lacking Kilbride, two teams who were. Comprehensively beaten the last day out. I don't think if Ockram played a hundred games, they'd they'd never play a game like that again. As bad a performance as that again. And oh look, it was too bad to be true. To be fair to them, you know they've too many they've too many players to be that to be that poor again. Again, it's a confidence thing. It has to be a blow to the whole setup. You know, well, to, to, equally to, to both, both teams there now. Like there's, I know Ockram only scored a point, but like Kilroy got. For all intents and purposes, for all intents and purposes, this is looking like a stay hour relegation game already. Yeah. Is it the bottom team in each group? Um, yes. No, and that's no disrespect to them. Look at the way no, the only other one, thing. Only one goes down. Yeah, but it'll be up. the bottom one in each group, yeah, though. Won't I know sure that's the way it is. Yeah, so look at at this stage, you know, you can say what you want about this. This is a massive match for the two of these. Like, whoever yeah. gets two points here, it, it's a big, big game for them, you know. And, and yeah, it's, the ball almost have to treat it like a final, to be honest. I I don't know a lot about Lacking Kilbride, I'll be very honest. I don't I don't know much about them. You know what? This could be the game of the weekend. I do and know. I do know. A few of the lads Ockram have, and I'm, I'm not sure if Robert Lambert is back. He, he's he's missing uh, Hurland this week as well. As well, he's uh, a bad injury there. He picked up. Well, not a bad injury, but an injury picked up in training a couple of weeks ago. But yeah. I, I think Ockram, I think Ockram could regroup here and they could work their way up. I think they need to regroup. I think they need to regroup. To yeah. be honest, I think you know, like uh, again, we we alluded to you know looking for a reaction. Yeah. When when you're when you're with a team, you know, and I think if there's ever to be a reaction out of Akram camp, it has to be. Because I know Lacken are probably in the same boat. They're looking for a reaction as well, but I just think the manner of, of the way the Akram match went, I think they really need to come out with a reaction here and 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 try and get a victory on the ball yeah. in this one. Yeah, like like that team, they best blessed in the league as well. Like, and you know, they gave Slade a good game. Like, I think they could work their way back up the table in this in this one. 
Um, I think they played. What did they play? Ennis Carey in the county grounds. Did they? Yeah. It was a home dinger of a game as well. Until near the end of it, uh, Ennis Carey just turned turned them over. Did they? No, Akram won that one. Did he win it in the end? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you are. So, like you know, as I said, they're not as bad as the Bear Farm. Yeah. So far on that as well, and that's why. What I do, like Robert is a big, big loss to them between freeze, dead ball, everything, you know, he's a massive loss. And like they'll be hoping he's back sooner rather than later. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to call this one a draw. I'm going to go with Akram on that one. All right. Just say a reaction and I'm going to go on Akram. So one and a half there. Um, We're going to go. (laughs) We're going to go to. the other group now, so matches on Friday night. We have Baron Derrick, who defeated Airog in their opening game against uh, St. Pat's a week ago. They were defeated by Bolton as it's not a bad looking Pats team. Wasn't a bad looking Pats team on paper, um, but still they were turned over by Bolton Like they had had big, bigger names than that that have played senior football. All through the league there yeah. as well, you know, they've been on that now, team. Obviously, they went down to 14 men. Wolfie was sent off again. I don't know. I can't remember. Where, honestly, if it was two yellows or a straight red, I don't know. That's the truth. Um, but they'll have 15 starting this day anyway. Um, the, I think uh, Higgins lad is back as well, I think, Power for Pat's. Parry Higgins, Higgins, I think. So will he feature? I don't know. But going to the Baron Darig side, put down a fair marker now again, Airog. They did. I'm going on about that. Not Maliki O'Rourke, Maliki Stone. <laughs> I confused with earlier on. Fine footballer. Like they have, they have a few. Martin Cullen as well. They have Cullen. Uh, they, they, Murphy made it a field. Or mid, full forward. Or is Bernard forward? Quinn midfield. They have a few. Look at they have a few. Yeah. They have a, a, uh, a mixture here. They have a few wily old cats there now, but they still have a good bit of youth coming through too. And like, they've been knocking around there for a while as well. And I, I think they're going to give this championship a fair old ping now. You know, they're, they're playing Division 2 football, will stand here. Yeah. Like, you're playing, you're down now playing Division 3, or Junior A Championship, like, they had Division 3 teams in it. Um, so, I think this is going to be a good game as well. Yeah, look, Baron Derrick seemed to be, you know, hurling aside there last week, they seemed to be on a bit of a crest of a wave football-wise. Yeah. They seemed to be playing with, you know, Michael Murphy, I think, scored 10 points the last day. He seemed to be on fire. You know, as you said, they were big, Bernard Quinn midfield. You know, they were good. I seen them, I seen them playing couple of times last year as well like they're a good unit they're a good they're a good side they can play f- good football yeah you know it's not just kick it into to mick murphy quick his lad says you know they can all play they're they're well schooled and you know as you said pats it was funny like when you know when you read that pats team on the paper you were kind of saying you know, there's a lot of good footballers there as well. Like, there you was, know what I mean? Like, you've you a few clubs giving out about this A he man role, like, and then you name 15 on your, yeah. your second team down and saying, Oh, Pat's, Pat's used 27 players last year in their championship, so they only have to name A he now. So that's giving them, like, that's giving them nine players that are free up to play at your junior eight. That's grand. Here they are, plank on pa- paper. Oh, they're very strong. Next minute they lose. Yeah, you know, so that'll just tell you, like, how strong this junior age championship yeah. is as well. Like, you yeah. know, like if you can have the, the names that were on that sheet go out and getting beaten in their first game, it'll tell you how strong and, and, and how good this junior age championship is. And the proof is in how Kilkool and Lara have, have progressed. Have progressed out of it. They've, like, they've come straight up into intermediate, no problem of it. So it'll just tell you that there's probably not that much between intermediate and junior A at the level. Mm. That's being played at the minute because but, yeah because you're saying like you have intermediate teams playing in junior A championship as I uh, he on there a few minutes ago, but um, I I'm going to go with the Baron Derrick side. Yeah, well I I just think Pat's the last day their the full back line was got a little bit I think in that match I was just reading up on it 
And I think if they can sort that, they'll probably be a different animal. But going on the bare farm on the boat, you'd have to side with Baron Derry. But yeah. it's, a, it's a big test for Baron Derry. You know, that, yeah. that's a great game to get for Baron Derry to see whereabouts they are. And, and as we hit on last week, there, when we were reviewing it, that this is a fair group. Yeah, it's a serious group. You know, there's there's going to be... Uh, like, you know, you've Ash Forder at the top end of the yeah. league and they were beaten the last day by Jan Talker, you know what I mean? You've bought and have turned over Pats, who we've just been talking about. Yeah. Baron Derry are there, you know, Greystones are there. Yeah. It, it's it's a fair group. I'm, like going to hit, I'm going to go to Baron Derry's side on this one. Yeah, well, I'll go with you. As I said, on the bare farm, I think if Pats can sort out a few problems they had in the backs, maybe. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, so just, as you mentioned, there a couple of weeks ago, the was it was the turnover Pats, and they're playing Ashford on Friday night in Roundwood at a quarter to eight. They're playing Ashford, they were beaten, as a bit of a, a little bit of a shock maybe, was it? Or hard oh, to know, but they were defeated anyway by Untokert last year, two eight to four points. Yeah, well, no disrespect to Untokert for the, look what they went out in the performance and they did, they won. Doing fair and square, that's it, fair play to you. You have put down a marker, you have got your two points on the board, your first game out. But like we were hitting the note and hitting the note there about um Ash Ford with the run of games coming into it. I know they didn't win the two draws and they lost again again the Shalala Kobay side. Like and they were as good as practice matches at getting going outside the county, a good build up as any manager would want, and maybe it just went again a little bit again because we're really tired. You know, maybe so. People say the same as Shlaila Kobay. Yeah, oh, you could say the same as Shlaila Kobay, but Shlaila Kobay had an easier opening game. Like, yeah. like that, that, that's another thing. Yeah, well, I suppose like. we, we alluded to the fact that there were great games coming in, but when you don't win those games, yeah. it, can be, it depends on how, as we said about reactions, it depends on how a team reacts. And, like, they only scored four points again on Hawker as well, which was... Yeah, you know that must have been you know hard to swallow as well. Yeah, after like after, saying, oh, after going so deep into the league, you know, yeah, and like Tony come out and score four points. I know it was probably a bad night, but like but, uh, that, two six, I, to, it was they on Talker were able to get two six, so yes. it wasn't as bad. You know, as you two teams there playing. Now. Yeah, and that's why. But I just think that that bottom glasses win against against Pats is a little bit of a marker for me, to be honest. Yeah. I, when we spoke about Pats. But like I think it's it's a big win, and I just think Ashford will have to be. Well, I'm going to go. Barton as well. Like uh, as I said, Henry Sinnott wasn't playing. If Sean Doody still to come back onto that team, I don't know how he is. He he a bone broke or something in his leg in his ankle there earlier in the year. Is he back? If he's back, I mean, that like he he's going to be senior footballer. There's no doubt about it. You know, yeah. At, yeah. just when he's ready to go to that level, injury free or nothing like because he's he's a fine fine chap. You know, so um, if they're back. I think they'll win comfortably, but I still think they're going to they'll turn them over. Yeah, yeah, I just think that, as you said, if you're going on the farm book, bottom glasses win. Yeah. And, like, as you said, you're looking for a reaction from Ash Ford yeah. to pull him back. And if anyone is looking for any of these, all these bit nods, head on, they go over the winner's enclosure there, they have them all, and they're on the money, we'll also them now, to be fair to them. Yeah, well, I'm going to go against the two years in this one. I'm going to go for Ash Ford at two to one in, uh, in the bookies. I think... Uh, he, Alan's writing it down here. <laughs> He's putting that into the memory bank. We'll, we'll place a wager on that. Yeah. So, uh, two for Boston, that's one for Ashford. Well, myself for Ashford there. Yeah. Then the final game in, of the weekend in Junior A on Toker play Airog. On Toker, as we mentioned, they bet uh, Ashford and Airog. They were defeated very comprehensively by Barn Darig on uh, in Rathnew in the opening round. On Toker have set out a marker. They have set out a marker. I'm unfortunately going to show me ignorance here a little bit. They're one of the only teams I haven't saw play all year. And like and that's, I've been at a lot of games and I'm, I'm, 
Valley Mount is another one until I saw them the other day, but um, I'm, I'm actually raging with that, you know, to see, could you like to see everyone coming into championship party bringing, you know, to get, get a glimpse of someone. Um, sure, but I, I still all, all you have to do is go to Newtown Saturday evening then. Yeah, well, I can't be everywhere, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, um, I think... Uh, well, and, and like, I talk to do with some very good players that are even, I suppose, a little bit unsung. They don't get the credit that... Some of the other players would like to have their, their Connor Davises and these lads. But, they do, yeah. But like Liam Gaffney as well, another serious footballer front talker as well. So Brendan like, Kennedy. They have, they have some, well, Brendan, of course, he'd always, yeah. you know, he's a county standard footballer, like, yeah. you know, so. But, um, they do have good, they have a good sort of panel being built up there. Like, you there outside as well, they're under a little bit of pressure there. Um, are they doing, uh, are they doing with their junior, their junior seeds is what, we we said on earlier on or Rat New Dome with their junior Bs trying to keep it for a stronger grade. We don't know that. But that's that's looking yeah. at on paper, that's just the way they're at the coming through the junior C campaign, that's the way it looks. Their their junior A's are struggling, you know, they struggled in the league a bit there. Um and they they lot, they got a bit of a trimming on the first day out there again, Barndary. Again on the bear farm you'd you'd like on Talker look to be the bit here you yeah. know, the like possibly a small bit of a shock it probably wasn't anyone in Antoker I'd say it, you know because yeah. they have been there thereabouts in this championship for the last few years yeah. but like to turn over Ashford as we alluded to you know Aero got off to a bad start against Barndary everything would be pointing towards Antoker yeah. being two for two after this one if, if I had a saw if I had a saw Antoker once or twice I might in a bit like again, again, as for the last day, you know, because yeah. you know what they're bringing to the, bring the table, like so. But well, at right. least we, we kind of 75% we know what they're arriving with now, anyway. Yeah. They're arriving yeah, with so. some kind of driving force. Yeah. So, yeah. like I say, they come out now the next day, will it be, will they do a number again in Aerog? I possibly think so. How much of one, I don't know. As I know, respect to Aerog, they were only here to analyse and criticise. Fairly good at criticising, <laughs> not great <laughs> analyzing. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go with the Untalker and the things. Yeah, there. I'm going to go with Untalker on that one as well. So. You could be looking at possibly three teams then and three teams on two and yeah. two wins and three teams. If you're at the minute there, you have Barndary, and Talker and Bottenglass at, yeah. at the top there and two of them and you have Valley Mount Blessing and Shalele, if you could buy it on the top of the other one with a win each. You know? Not if you're listening to Kevin though. No, don't. Uh, you never yeah. know, you never know. I'll be looking forward, if the result goes away, I'll be looking forward to... Uh, to uh, offer, offering, offering my insight next week again. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, and for anyone now, the competition that we played there not so long ago, um, the winner of that is Derry Cullen of Anacora. He was the, on the money with the text there. Thank you very much. Text number four. He was the, the right text in. Um, he's hoping Anacora will win, but he'll happily take the bet. Well, you're you're taking the bet. Fair play to you. Now, also, we have another competition. Now, this, the bet... For the winner's enclosure is only for live listeners tonight. Some people have been texting me in the middle of the Jesus night looking to win it, right? <laughs> when they're listening back. Sorry, lads, if we're not getting our point across. So we've decided to bring in another competition. It's two tickets to any game you want to over the weekend in Ockram. Whoever likes and shares in... Whoever likes and shares the, our podcast until Friday dinner time, and we will let you know who the... I'm now for a minute. You can say what you're trying to say. And yes, um, and that's the way it is. And it's courtesy of the county board. We want to thank them very much for that. And it's uh, you have to like and share 
So that's the way this is going to like work. Like and share the podcast. Like and share the podcast. We will have a hop on our Facebook there, hopefully later on tonight. It's on. It'll probably be up tomorrow morning, but time it goes across all, this, yeah. all, the, all platforms. So. We have, so we're on nearly all the platforms there now. At the minute, some of them, is, I'll have to show me ignorance on that as well. I'm not great on the, the take end of it there now. We have another lad that Gary does all that. Fair play to you, Gary. So look, at once again, thank you very much for tonight. Thanks, Emmett. We were absent with John tonight. He had other matters to attend to. He'll be back with his there. Hopefully, we'll be back. It won't be back Monday night because there will be lads stuck in disco dancing. Disc, disco dancing and square bales in the Tinna Haley show. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't, know, don't know why you're looking at me. Then. <laughs> so, <laughs> so hopefully uh, next Tuesday night again, we'll be back here at 8 o'clock. Thank you very much. We'll be chattering and nattering in the Garden County Shed. But if the decent match comes up, then we'll do that instead. Winners and Closure Bookmakers, your local independent bookmaker. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat and Instagram for all our daily specials and enhanced odds. Phone us on 1890-429-863. Murphy's Liquidation Furniture and Garden County Sport.